Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought I was still on mute. I'm like, wait, am I on mute? <laughs> <laughs> so we're super excited to have part of the whole crew here from the Halloween two board game video and the creator of the game, right uh right over there. Anthony Massey, Matt Russell. You did I know I know you're a big Halloween fan because Anthony was telling us all about it. What what was your role in the in the whole um commercial I wrote, again? I forget. wrote and directed the trailer. There you go. I'm like you know what is when you go on live sometimes your brain goes blank. <laughs> and yeah. and the shape is right over here. So if you guys love it, he also did the score as well, right? Well, yes. there he is right there. Yes. That that is the Michael Myers who did a, a, a amazing job. He must have really studied uh, Dick Warlock. Yeah, for, for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know Anthony is, it, we're all big Halloween heads, and I know Anthony is, he's told us that Matt is. And, and Leo, are you a big Halloween nut too? Just judging from the background, oh my God. Jason as well. It doesn't, you don't get more of a nut than the three of us. You know, like it's, <laughs> we're all crazy. When Lido said that it's 40 years, like that's, Lido's an actor, but he's also cosplayed as Michael a bunch of times. I mean, you, you professionally do this. Um, Lido, tell them about like what you do for, for cosplaying. So uh, I've been cosplaying as Michael since about 1996, I would say, because that's, that's about the time that I got a halfway decent costume together. And, um, you know, I just been doing it for years. I've watched the films dozens of times. I've studied the, the performances, the walks, the mannerisms, the postures, like, and, um, when I came to LA, since I was already cosplaying and, you know, doing conventions and that sort of thing, somehow people started saying something about me at one point, And then that just started catching on, to more and more people and eventually Trankus films contacted me to do a few events and uh, oh, wow. to do like, yeah, to do Blu-ray releases. And they had this, uh, this kind of charity thing that they did once a year. And they hired me to do that with red carpet with a bunch of the people from the series, including Jamie. So that was like a holy wow. crap moment. Um, and then I'm in a cosplay group, the Titans of Terror. We, we're the guys who did the beach photo shoot with the Michael Myers who's toweling off on the beach. That's me. That's uh, you? Yeah. That's been around forever. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then those photos just kind of went viral. And then we started getting invited to conventions. And so it's just kind of something I do um, more than just as a hobby. I would say it's an illness at this point. It's an obsession. An illness. <laughs> and uh, so... I, yeah, I just I do it whenever I can and whenever asked. And my wife is also a cosplayer. We'll be at uh, Midsummer actually with uh, Anthony, uh, you know, doing the film public or the, the game publicity. And I'll be appearing as Michael and she'll be appearing as uh, Jen Vira. That's <laughs> cool. And these guys were kind enough to invite me uh, to be their Michael. And, there you go. That's, That's what he awesome. said. He was like, we, yeah, you were, when we, this idea came to be, you were like, Lito, right. Lito. Right. Like, there's no, <laughs> no, Lito is the first and only first person cast and also our first and only choice for Michael because hands down, he is the greatest Michael cosplayer that I've ever seen. <laughs> so, and I knew that on set, I basically could be John Carpenter and say, just walk. I know you're going to do the walk right. You know? <laughs> yeah, just, just walk. You know, the only uh, <laughs> the only difficulty, there were two difficulties with an onset. 
One was he was always saying, "Do I do the head tilt?" I'm like, "No, not yet. <laughs> like, where it's coming. Not yet. Not yet. Hang on." And then the other was he just kept missing his, you know, he kept forgetting his lines. <laughs> should I breathe now? Should I? Should I breathe now? <laughs> exactly. Hold your breath. As, as long as you didn't say die, like in uh, what the hell was it, Rob Zombie Part Two, when he said die at the end. Right. Oh, that's right. What, that's how I got up in the theater. I said, "I'm out." <laughs> so we should start expecting you at some of the cons. So it's going to be the H two board game, Michael. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Hey, autograph the game. Autograph the game. Yeah, you now have that unique distinction, my friend. That's a cool thing to have. Yeah, it's so interesting. Nice. You say, I mean, it's, it was officially licensed, you know, so you could say, well, now you could add Lito Velasco to the list of names yes. of the because you know they reviewed it, they approved it, they they. They approved the script first. So the way this happened was it was Matt's idea to do the trailer. It wasn't mine. I mean, I'm my company. We were doing the Kickstarter and all that. Um, And you need a video for your Kickstarter. I mean, you don't, you don't have to have one, but they're like, put a video up. People respond to videos. So Matt said, because we've been wanting to work on things for a long time. He said, let's do a trailer. And I'm like, that I can do. Like, and so what we shot was not what he wrote originally. Right. We had an entirely, I mean, initially this was a much smaller idea. It was like, okay, we'll shoot it in a friend's house on an iPhone, you know, and um, obviously the inclusion of the game and the trailer breaks the fourth wall, but I still wanted it to be rooted as much in the reality of the movie as possible. So back when we thought it was going to be set in a house, I'm like, all right, it has to be set very early on in the movie before he gets to the hospital. And Mm -hmm. Well, fortunately, we live near South Pasadena, where that alleyway is, right? Where Mrs. Oh, yeah. is. And boy. So nice. the first thing I thought was, and we, ag- we agreed, we were like, oh, w- w- the production value of being like at that alley, like we got to go there. So we, we went down. Um, when did we go down? We went down September. sometime in September, <laughs> yeah. like at one in the morning or whatever, <laughs> we're driving around. <laughs> Not and, that late. Well, it wasn't that late, right? <laughs> but we wanted to go late because we're like, we're going to crash it. One night, we're just going to crash and just like film there. And there was a cop there the whole time, right? There was some, no, there was somebody sitting sitting in their car parked and he was very paranoid. Like a guard. Somebody was in their car and we're like, oh my God, what do we do? And so he took his phone out and we're recording. I'm all like nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm like, so they're going to like put us in jail. I don't know. And, but it didn't look right. That that X that's on the um, on the telephone. The phone? telephone was no longer there, and mm. the last time I remember it, it was there. And they had this ugly car van or something there in the way. And we're like, it doesn't really look like the alley, but that's well, where we started. Was to well, it's just the cars are obviously modern, so that's true. You know, I'm just yeah. like this is this is a great idea. <laughs> you know, in the premise, I mean, I wrote that version. The premise was going to be. Um, a nurse walking home from work on Halloween night, 1978. And so mm-hmm. first draft, which is always your first ambitious because you don't have to figure out how to do it yet. Right. Uh, so she was going to pass the Doyle house. And she, right. when she got to the end of the block, she was going to hear what she thought were firecrackers. Obviously they're Dr. Loomis's gunshots Then she was going to pass the yeah. alley and not notice Michael's silhouette walking down the alley. And then she was going to pass the front of the Elrod house. And she was going to hear the scream and think it was a prank. Then she was going to arrive home. Right. Her teenage daughter and her friends were going to say, we just heard on the radio that three people have been killed. Michael breaks into the house and they have to vanquish him by playing the game. 
that was the original that was the original wow. even uh, universal even approved after a number of submissions that would have been pretty cool too yeah yeah wow. no, oh yeah really cool um but we couldn't find a house <laughs> can you believe it we could not find a house but we that find a house that looked like it was from 1978 yeah but then once we got that script approved it was literally the day universal approved that script again after several attempts because they pushed back on a few initial ideas um right they well they we were gonna let's just tell them we were gonna create recreate nurse jill's kill with the uh, clogs falling and uh kind oh. of do that same gag in like a, a kitchen you know, um, and Who then left the back door open. And then when she goes to close it, Michael was going to step in the door. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were like, let's just, let's do that. That'd be awesome. And, you know, yeah. So then the hospital idea popped up. Well, the day, I think it was the day we got that script approved. I said, it just, I was like, this is Halloween too. We can't not put it in a hospital. It's right. just yes. a hospital. Yes. And I turned them. I was like, we, I got to start from scratch. And, you know, Tony, the, very experienced, very responsible and supportive producer that he is said, what are you crazy? <laughs> we already got approved. Like, we, we got go approval. Back. You don't go back. <laughs> like, no, but so a discussion in the discussion ensued. <laughs> and uh, basically I said, just let me write it, read it, make your decision. So I wrote it. He, which was still a little different from what we wound up with, but he read it and he just said, I think it's as good as the other one, but I'll submit it. <laughs> so yeah, and then you know they they approved it like right away. They're like, sure, as long as there's nothing in it that like that's offensive, and you know, um, they really didn't have any say in it other than just approving what we wanted. It. So they weren't like you need to. They did make sure that we used a very specific Myers mask and outfit. They needed to approve that, and Lito was very key with with that because you know first thing we did was we called Lito and said are you available do we need to do this and there was nobody else. I mean you understand like the value you brought Lito and we told him this but, you know but we're telling you now I mean we didn't have to worry about what Michael looked like because you just did everything right and at least you know what that's we knew what we were getting so it, you know it was just so valuable to cast like the right person but um we even went to a fitting. So they told us, remember that? Okay, so this is what we did. They said you had to use the, the licensed trick-or-treat mask because that would, you, know, you want to make sure your Michael doesn't look like Halloween one's Michael or right. four. You have to make sure it's very two. So they said you have to use the trick-or-treat mask and you have to use the outfit. So I went online and I bought an outfit and I, you know, we, we actually went to a tailor because I thought they were going to have to fit it to Lito's body. And all we did was cut off like three inches off of it. He filled it out perfectly and everything. And that woman who awesome. did the tailoring never called me back. So yeah. she still has this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like she's still, I don't, know, Lito, I don't know if I told you, they never called me back. Um, but then Lito said, I have an officially licensed trick-or-treat outfit with the bullet holes and all of that in there. So um, what did we do? We called you how did you prove you had it like uh, i i i think uh i had an email from when i purchased it from trick-or-treat studios it was a limited edition release that they did of the halloween two coveralls and i remember when they went live that like, like they sent it in an email they're like buy them now because we only have like a handful and i was like Bleh! so <laughs> i grabbed them and so i just sent them the email i forwarded it to him and said look here's the receipt like you know so yeah 
And that yeah, receipt that got one. them to say, yeah, that, so I, right. That I took that receipt and I emailed it to the woman in licensing and she said, okay, uh, it was uh, actually a guy named Michael. And he said, okay, we're good because it showed trick or treat, like licensed, you know, and it, but for that email or screen grab that you saved, which is amazing, we would have been using the other ones that were not, that Very don't green. have the bullet. They're much more green. They're much they're, more green. They're much right? more noticeably green. Yeah. yeah. And every oh. shot of Michael in the movies, he's got bullet holes, right? Because he's been shot. So I don't even know why they released that other version with no bullet holes. And so, so yeah. We have another guest. Oh, cool. Hi. Hey, get out, Jaylee. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Julie, everybody. <laughs> yes. Julie, Jaylee, interchangeable. <laughs> we were just talking about casting and oh. you are, your timing's amazing like last time when we actually cast you you, you replied to a how did we cast Jaylee <clears throat> good question <laughs> yeah she wants to know why we picked her <laughs> I told her the story but no uh, so funny enough the character of Dorothy the woman in the bed was originally written to be Glenn's mom and it was going to be mm. a actress and we put a casting call out for them and we just, none of the responses, they just weren't right for the role. Yeah. Mm. And so we were like two weeks out getting really nervous because we couldn't cast anybody else until Dorothy was cast. And Tony made two suggestions in the casting process that were invaluable. The first one was, well, does it have to be his mom? Why isn't it his sister? And I was like, yeah. It was like that dawn. I mean, like, that's brilliant. Light bulb went on. It's what I do. Brother and sister. And it made Glenn and Dorothy literally the antithesis of Michael and Lori. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. his yeah. brother visiting a sister he loves in that Right. House. He's not trying to kill her. So it's, <laughs> you know, made it created a duality. So we took all the actors that submitted for Julie and I looked at them all and I said, okay, who would play a good Dorothy? So we set up a couple auditions and Jaylee was the very first audition we held for the character of Dorothy. And she immediately blew us away. I mean, I wanted to give her the role right then and there, but we had three other people right yeah. behind her. So we're like, oh, thanks so much. I turned to him, I said, okay, it's hers to lose at this point. And then the second person audition was Jesse Gallagher, who equally- it was equally away. amazing, yeah. And so immediately within, a half hour it went from god i hope just one of these actors is passable so that, yeah. we, could, so that we could get somebody in this finally yeah. to suddenly this torturous decision between two amazing actors and i i mean you know we slept on it i'm like i have no idea which who to choose they're both amazing and the second suggestion he made was just cast them both make one of them julie <laughs> and I'm so sold. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It was funny that they said that they were. It was their first audition too, because I I had just moved um, to LA, and so it was my very first callback, and I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So what's funny is, Jaylee, she applied for the role of Julie, auditioned for the role of Dorothy, and got the role of Julie. <laughs> right. It all came back around. And one of the reasons we, we loved your, uh, well, first of all, we were looking for <laughs> for women That's that right. could screen. That is yeah. 
is like you got to scream. You have to be able to like, you know, in horror movies, you have to sell what's happening. But you can you tell it? You told me and Matt already about how kind of you set up your audition and and uh, <laughs> yeah. she blew us um, over the ending. She, she scared got, the hell out of us on the set at lunch. She said the most terrifying words any employer or producer or anybody could hear is. So I guess I could tell you this now that I. Uh oh. Yeah, so we had we had just wrapped and we went to hang out and I was like, okay. I got a secret. I just gotta tell you guys. You know, you get like one beer in, you're like, okay, I'm gonna spill. (laughs) Um, I actually have some friends here in LA who run a self-tape studio. Uh, and I was like, listen, I have this callback coming up. It's for a really, really cool project. Um, I would really, really love to be a part of it. Um, my setup is, wasn't set up at the time. Cause I had just recently moved and I was like, I don't have a good space to do this. Um, and they were like, come in, we'll, we'll get you taken care of. And so they, <laughs> I'm going to tell us and blow everybody's mind. But, um, so they had a studio where it was like professional lighting, professional camera equipment, professional sound. It was, there was like a boom. Um, and they hooked my laptop up. Uh, to the camera and to everything and they also had a teleprompter Um, I had memorized it but I think when you're in a high stakes situation like that for a job that you really really want uh, it's easy to just forget entirely what you're supposed to do Uh, (laughs) and so they had set all that up for me and they gave me props Um, and so there was one of them was behind the camera and when it comes for the point for spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen it you should probably assume um Julie dies and I was auditioning for Dorothy. And so they were behind the camera doing a little across the throat motion to kind of cue me. <laughs> I scream and I ducked down behind below this right. table where they had put a can- uh, a hammer. And so I came back up with the hammer in hand and then kind of like lunged at the camera. Right. Um, I couldn't have done it without them. Like I, it, it probably would have, <laughs> I don't know if I would have gotten the job if I didn't have some other people I mean, in the industry to kind of help me set all, it up. We had no idea. I had no idea. That was <laughs> but when you, when you came up with the big hammer, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, I was like, this is awesome. Cause it was in the script, you know, that it was like, but you went ahead and did it. And we were kind of seeing a preview of mm-hmm. like what the actual thing would look like. And I was like, oh, this, she's great. She's so And you originally, had, well, you also start out with the little hammer from the game. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a little hammer. Um, I didn't I didn't do that bit, but I knew I wanted the real hammer. Yeah. Uh, and I, it, it was funny. I didn't even know what Anthony and Matt looked like because I was looking directly into the camera the whole time and oh, pretending like I was and like responding to them. I could hear their voices. <laughs> You know, we, we but I was like, don't let them know that you have this whole setup. Don't let them know. Just look straight at the camera. <laughs> you know, we, we recorded it. I'm totally going back to watch it now because I'm like, now I want to see where like your eyes were looking. You know? Yeah, I think Matt told me that he thought that maybe there was someone else in the room because he thought yeah, he saw my eye line kind of dart over. If you, you indicated something to somebody at some point. I was like, all right, fine. She's got a roommate helping her out. I didn't know that you had a whole... <clears throat> a, know, whole, a whole setup, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> wow. But no, ever, even if you were on your phone in the middle of, you know, the street, we still would have hired right. you, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it was it was so fun to be a part of. Um, and instantly from talking to these guys for the callback, I was like, yeah, I want to work with them. Like, they were just really nice. Like, I came in with a little bit of an idea of what I wanted, and I think you guys gave really clear direction um, that I was able to take 
pretty quickly. Uh, so the whole process was, it was good for, for having two weeks. <laughs> you guys nailed it. <laughs> well, one of my favorite moments being my first directing gig was we had, we were very lucky. We had a full cast rehearsal about mm. five days before the shoot. And so I measured the standing hospital set right. and then taped up a mock-up to scale in an empty office. <clears throat> so we were able to block out the whole scene. And so, you know, we have Jesse sitting where the bed would be. We have Kevin sitting next to where the bed would be. Joey's supposed to be carrying the games in. And then we were blocking the final scene. And Joey turns to me at one point. And she says, why do I go there? You know, she asks the actor's question, like, well, why do I, why do I stay on this side of the bed when I want to go to the other side of the bed where there's a obstacle between me and the door, you know, and it was just this great moment of being challenged by an actor totally respectfully. And I'm like, it's a great question, actually. Let me think about it. And it took me about 10 seconds to be like, oh, it's your momentum. So if you notice, she slams the door, she barricades it. And I said, your instinct is you just want to get as far away from the door as possible. So yeah. she backs into that into that mark that we needed her at you know <clears throat> to play out the whole scene and i remember i asked her i said does that work for you and she said yeah and i turned to i think i turned to tony and Lito, and i just went Whew. <laughs> i was like okay i passed my first test <laughs> yeah that answer definitely helped i was like okay yeah. totally and, and i feel like in that moment like Julie's a nurse, like she kind of wants to be at the front to to help Dorothy instead of hiding behind her. Um, right, protect so her. And it, oh my gosh, can we just talk about how ambitious of a shoot day that was? We walk in and we see the shot list and it is like every minute is marked. Like the, yeah, it was, it was so ambitious. And we, you know, you have a certain amount of time that you have to get all these shots done um, in the place. And, and it was probably one of the most, Oh gosh, what's the word? Productive? I, I don't know. It was it was a very good day. Like we were we were keeping up with the shot list. Everybody was like keeping in good spirits. No one was on top of each other. Everything was still like really well rounded. Um, even though Matt was kind of running around a little bit like a chicken with his head cut off, he still <laughs> kept it together. He he wasn't like yelling at anybody or raising a big fuss or anything like that. Like it was, it was so ambitious and we pulled it off and everybody remained professional and optimistic throughout the whole thing. It was just insane to be a part of. Right. Well, awesome. the wonderful cast is the reason for that. Cause you guys knew hey, you guys knew you were real, very well <clears throat> you know? prepared. Yeah. I think only one take was ever blown by a missed line and it was a mm. take that I think we still used because I'm like, okay, so that one line doesn't work, but everything else, otherwise every, you know, we had the rehearsal. I did a zoom run through with each of you guys the night before, you know, so you guys knew exactly where to start. And I also apologized to them you know, profusely leading up to the shoot because we had to start with the final scene. And usually you don't want to do that with your actors. You don't want to tire them out at the beginning of the day. So I said, look, I'm not trying to be, you know, careless or not respect your energy. I just, this is the scene that we absolutely have to get in the can. Mm -hmm. and something goes wrong later on. Um, and they were on it. And I also told them we're going to have to basically do the entire scene every take all the way through to shoot as much as we possibly can and have options in the edit room. And, you know, Joey's a stage actress. So I, so I think uh, she was really prepared for that. 
the whole cast has stage experience and just once again nobody you know nobody messed up anything everybody was on it everybody got along and you know i literally we literally couldn't have done it without you guys so in so many my question for jaylee from marie jaylee has this project helped your career since the production or after the release so it, the uh, tricky thing oh. thank you so much for the question the tricky thing right now is that the industry is kind of at a standstill <laughs> oh that's right yeah. um so not yet, but I believe that it will. I got some really, really great footage from this. The editing is amazing. Um, it looks so cool. All of my friends and family are stoked for me, especially being featured in Fangoria. Um, How cool. So, so cool. So I believe that it, it will help me. Um, but right now with the writer strike happening um, and the actors are about to go on strike, um, it, it's just been... It's been hard to find jobs um, for the moment, and I've just been working at my regular jobs just to save up more money. Um, I'm still non-union, so I'm trying to get into the union, and that's expensive. So um, it's been kind of put on pause, but I'm really excited um, to add this footage to my acting demo reel, and I believe that it'll it'll help me out because any, any footage is good footage when you're starting out. I'm still starting out theatrically. Um, Whereas before I was, you know, doing a lot of stage shows and you don't get any, <laughs> you don't really get any footage from doing stage shows. All you have is experience. Right. Um, right. So I, I believe that this will help me um, in time, in due time. I mean, Maybe when killed, uh, the industry kind of goes back I mean, to it. Yeah. I mean, you got killed by, you know, the greatest cinematic horror villain ever. True. So cool. So cool. Oh, okay. And thank I you again, Marie. I just saw your comment. Here. I appreciate that. I will say that uh, whenever you find uh, the dead body in the room and you you look up and it pans from the, the ground up, the horror that you that you see in your face was really well played. You did a oh, really good job being terrified. Um, and then you get to see, you know, of course, Mike, uh, Michael for the first time. It was so cool. So you did a good job with that scene. That was great. Thank you. I, and, yeah. and it's that scene is interesting. I thought about screaming. I thought yeah. about doing the classic like terrified scream but it didn't feel yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't feel appropriate i felt like yeah. it was much like, more like yeah. oh no and quickly yeah. run back um and and take care of dorothy and, and try to instantly problem solve and leto was a great help um with that scene as well because he didn't have to be there and i know that he was probably tired having the mask on and had heavy breathing and he was double masking it under there <laughs> yeah. um but Lido actually was like do you want me to stay here to help you because the camera crew was over on his side so it was a little crowded over there and i was like please if you could because of the way that they panned the shot up so Lido was actually still in the room there standing all menacingly and it, it helped a lot having that eyeline focus um Absolutely. and he just shout out to Lido, everybody like he just encapsulates <laughs> michael myers the incredibly slow movement the like very oh it's so good um and and he was so incredibly respectful um, anytime that we had to do an action scene or anything, he made sure that we were all okay. He asked if it was okay, um, for him to like, if he needed to touch my shoulder, we, we went over the hair grabbing, um, working with Lita was, was phenomenal. And he, he helped drive that quite a bit. Well, and we didn't let them see him in the mask until the first take. Yeah. yeah. 
actually. I have to also add That's to that good, team yeah. real quick. Um, is whenever you get done seeing him and you run away, he subtly follows you with his head. He doesn't even go after you. He just his head slowly <laughs> begins to move as you go out of his view as if he's in no rush. And that's the best thing I liked about part two Yes, was that he, yeah. when he was even chasing uh, Lori was very slow and methodical. He wasn't right rushing. He was very slow knowing that he was going to get the kill. It's like, I'm going to get you no matter what. Yeah, I'm going to get, get you no matter what. Yeah. And you, that look that he did when you ran out of view slowly and just waited. Oh, I love that. It was like, that is the spirit yeah. of age two. That's what it's all yep. about for me is that cat and mouse, you know? Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. It's, it's um, uh, Jaylee mentioned, you know, trying to be there for the other actors and making mm -hmm. sure they're safe and all that. I also, I basically started in theater. So even when I'm on set and when I'm in front of a camera, I will always try to be present if someone's getting coverage and I'm not in the, in the, you know, camera viewfinder, I always stand there and give them their lines and give them reactions and emote because it's like, that's how I'm used to acting. I, I don't, it's really hard when it's like you're playing to a green bowl or like a camera lens and there's nothing like nothing there. Cause even if the cameras are in front of you, you can stand just to the side so they can see your eyes or, you know, something and give them something to play with. And the stage combat stuff always comes in handy when you're doing the sort of thing, because you know, instantly when you see something in a script, like grab them by the hair, grab them by the throat, choke them, whatever there's, safe ways to do all of those things and if you have stage combat experience which you get in theater you know almost all the time uh it just makes everything go so much faster so it was it was cool to work with people like Jaylee who were experienced with that because I didn't have to like break everything down not that I not that I mind but it's like that saved so much time it was like okay great five minutes we don't have to spend on that let's go mm -hmm. and the other actors were like that too they were all very you know trusting which if you're playing someone like Michael, or if you're playing a character like in the slasher films I've done, where I've had to do some pretty nasty things to people, it helps when you know people trust you um, because like you just know you don't have to like be overly apologetic afterwards. Cause that's my, yeah. my, my habit is to be like, I'm sorry. I hope you're okay. I hope that didn't hurt, you know, like, but I didn't have to do any of that and like deal with any like, residual guilt because we we had actors like them who were so amazing to work with and so uh, just like go for it like i'll be okay i, I promised and i mean I, I have to jump in here because um when you actually this is the scalpel that we used it's um mm -hmm. oh, it's nice. a 3d printed it's so it's right it's not a real scalpel and we actually shaved we sanded down the tip of it so that like you know you can't really cut yourself with it and i thought oh well that's perfectly safe but I got to be honest, Lito, when you had it in your hand and then Jaylee was, you know, like this, I got nervous because <laughs> you were holding it like this, like, to, like, and I went, I don't care if you've like, I got nervous because I thought, well, it could still really hurt her. So my question for you, I guess I never really asked you was like, how do you, I mean, you're in a mask that has limited view. I mean, I know Michael can kill anybody, but like when you're, if you're really wearing a mask, you'd be hard to see that. Plus you, you don't really even see what you're doing. So that's a great question because I want to let you guys know I never felt that scalpel on my neck once. Were you scared? It never actually Did touched you, my skin. Were, were no. you ever concerned that this was going to like cut you at, at all? Or No, I mean, and I think oh what helped God. was Lito came in instantly on the day and said, hey, my wife made us cookies. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can be scared of this guy. But yeah, Lito, how, how did you how did you manage that? Um, 
I think it's just, you know, 20 plus years of wearing a mask in public. And also um, I used to be a Matt knows I used to be a basketball player and I used to study miming and I've studied clowning and I've studied Greek theater um, mask acting. And all of that is very much physical. There's, there's nothing like uh, you can't do as much talking with some of these characters. So you learn mm -hmm. to be very precise with your motions, yeah. uh, especially with miming. You learn like just how far six inch reach and things like that are. So it's like, I think all of that just led to, my being able to know, even if I can't see, I know exactly where my arm is. Like I know, like when we did it and I start to pull, I know exactly how far to pull. And then I can stop my arm at that spot and I'm not going to touch her. Like, and I think it's just from all the years of, like I said, doing all these events and, and photo shoots and, you know, being in slasher films and all that, you develop this weird set of skills. Like, you know, I did a, I did a film where I was running a long career skills that make <laughs> can kill the scalpel without hurting anyone. Like yeah. that's a bullet point in your resume. How do you put this on a resume? Like I've done a film where you, I'm running with garden shears pointed down and they were real garden shears. Oh my and like God. Everyone on set was like freaking out. Cause they're like, don't you want to use the safety ones? And I was like, no, I like, I want the weight of them. I want to feel mm. like yeah. once you've done that enough, it, it's, easier let's just say so mm -hmm. and plus again i have people on set like the the actors i did and a great director and a great producer that when they trust you when they show you that they trust you your confidence level kind of skyrockets because you feel like okay they they assume i know what i'm doing they trust me to know what i'm doing and so it makes you just kind of feel like i know what i'm doing so yeah <clears throat> And I, we're just blown away because we were watching, of course, I think I mentioned message to Anthony the day the Kickstarter went live. I mean, we all set an alarm at 10 o'clock to make sure we didn't forget to get on right away. You know, amazing. It, was like, it was like Christmas morning. All right, come on. Oh, wow. Christmas time. So we could all order them because you can see we're, we're lunatic collectors. And uh, wow, congratulations. That thing blew up. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. That it's thing so crazy. It's doing really well. I mean, we, um, you know, that, that's... We just want to let people know, like, if you're not pledging to the campaign, you're not going to get the expansion packs that come right. with the game. So if if we make it available anywhere, we would promise you you'll never see those expansions outside the Kickstarter. Which so includes just... the Laurie Strode game piece. Right. You might want that game piece. And the That's trivia cool. round. And all, you, want all, you want all those extra pieces in there and stuff like that. So Absolutely. Um, also, I love that you set an alarm. That's awesome. <laughs> also, another well, quick shout out to Jaylee. Those are her earrings in the. Oh yeah. Oh, the pump, the pumpkin earrings, right? Yeah, those are her. Oh earrings. really? Oh yeah. I was gonna comment on those because I was like, man, my my fiance would like those. <laughs> I got them at like a Walmart or something, but I, I had them, and um, Anthony showed me the the pumpkin pin with the cat on it um, the day we met before the shoot. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And then in the morning when I was like collecting my stuff, I looked at my earrings and I was like, no way. <laughs> I I have those same exact black cat on a pumpkin and earrings. And so I grabbed them and I showed up on the day of and I was like, what do you guys think of this? Because they, they told me to, um, I mean, it wasn't a requirement, but they were like, find something if you want to add a little bit of flair because there's that nurse in the movie that has the green belt. Um, and so I was considering maybe some kind of bell, something like that. And then as soon as I saw the earring, it was like a light bulb that went off. I was like, the, I, 
I got it in some little Halloween pack of earrings, and I was like, these were meant for this shoot. <laughs> you were meant for this shoot. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. There you go. Can anyone say why Halloween 2 was chosen for the game? He actually answered this on the last one, but I'll let him take it. Uh, why you chose Halloween 2 to do a board uh, game. Well, yeah, well, I mean, our our partner in this whole... Uh, Stop the Killer is a partnership between my company, Massey Media, and Fright Rags, which is an online horror merchant. Um, and so they have licenses they have access to, and so we were going through them. And Halloween 2 is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I love that movie. I never get tired of it. And so just the idea to be able to do a game based on Halloween 2 was like, yeah, but we need to do this. And I knew that the, and there are, they make the games look incredible. I mean, I don't know what I did with the game, but, um, the Halloween 2 game? yeah, that was right there. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> but I mean, just the cover alone looks amazing. You know, um, the back of it is, you know, a, a collage of kills. Um, maybe I'll cover her face because we changed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, the, the game just looks insanely incredible. I mean, their art, their artists do incredible jobs. So, um, you know, so so Halloween 2 is at the top of my list. And then Ben over there who runs the company just said, yeah, we got to do that. And so, you know, we're, we're all passionate about Halloween, you know. And I've worked on a lot of productions. And the last thing you want is somebody who's just not into it, you know. Yeah. Just that's like the worst thing. I worked as an editor once that was like... I don't like horror movies. And you're like, well, what are you doing here? What the hell are so, you doing here then? <laughs> yeah. So Halloween 2 is a no-brainer. It's a niche audience, um, but Halloween is so big. You know, like everybody, if you're, it's, it's you know, the biggest horror franchise I think of all time. Um, I think so. Maybe not. Maybe not. But, uh, but yeah. So that's why we did Halloween. There's a good, here's a good, uh, Stefan is a, one of our loyal followers. I had a great idea for another game, Halloween 3. Stop the game. Stop the <laughs> big giveaway. Stop the big giveaway. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely on our list. Just letting you know. Um, but there's a list. There's like a long list of titles. Um, the Halloween 3 trailer idea is pretty cool. Oh, I must yeah. Say. He's already got it down. Pat. <laughs> He's right. got it right in his head already. Yeah. already you know, so. <laughs> Super cool. So, so, um, so I just had a question. Of course, I, you know, when you go live and you start doing these things, everything just goes right through my head. <laughs> I saw it leave. Oh, uh, yeah. It just went, it went right out the door. So how much longer does the Kickstarter have to go? So the Kickstarter, I think, has, let me just check. It's got 17 days to go. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we move into um, a pledge manager, which is, um, I clicked over here. I think I lost you guys. Let me see where you are. There we are. Um, we move into a pledge manager. So it's uh, the pledge manager is a, an extension of the Kickstarter campaign. So you can go on in there and spend a little more time. You can you can uh, buy more games if you want, but new people can sign up as well. If you wait until the pledge manager, you're going to pay more. So you might as well just pledge for it now and just get your. You know, it's easy to register for Kickstarter. You just get it's a free. You just register for free, and then you add it to your cart, and you put in your credit card and order it. But the pledge manager will allow more time for people to pick up the game. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're also doing a show where uh, Stop the Killer has a booth at Midsummer Scream, which is a convention in Long Beach, at the uh, Long Beach, California at the end of July. And we're gonna have a booth there and you'll be able to get the game there as well. Matt's gonna be sitting there with me. Um, and we're gonna have some games from our previous releases there. We're, we're launching a new book. Uh, Because our company also, uh, we release novels um, based on these. So 
um, where we just, we did the My Bloody Valentine novel, which was written by my friend Armando Munoz. And uh, we're doing uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. So that's going to be available for pre-order and we're announcing the next Stop the Killer game there as well. Awesome. awesome. Very cool. So now after once uh, the Kickstarter is done and everybody gets their, um, what they've ordered through you guys, now, because Fright Rags, because we go to a lot of conventions, Fright Rags always has stands at these conventions. Now, are they going to be selling them going forward when they go they to They may. Um, the licensing deal with Universal limits us to things. Like, we can't sell these games outside of U.S. and Canada. That's a big thing. We have so many people going, oh, my God, I live in Germany. How am I going to get this game? Well, you can't. So that's the answer. I mean, and there's no workaround. Although, if you know someone in U.S. or Canada to pledge for you and ship it to you, fine. But we, we can't honor any kind of shipping outside there. But um, we're going to have a very, very limited number of games to sell outside. So I'll sell them on Stop the Killer. Ben will sell them through Fright Rags, but they won't have the expansion packs. So, right. yeah. So you're getting, you're still getting a great game. I don't want to say don't buy it, but that's the incentive to pledge to the Kickstarter. And they'll cost more later. So we'll, we're raising the price mm -hmm. outside of it. And that's to honor our backers who are there when we, we need them. You know, we need the backers to create the game. So and that's a that's the best thing about the horror community is we're all friends and you know buy more than one buy two three four right. much I, I got I got three you know you can gift them <laughs> to your buddies and pals who may not you know who live overseas like we got a buddy calling yeah exactly who overseas who yeah who I, who I might get my third one yeah, yeah. I might so give we, him my third one it, it's a great community to be selling these two and I know this whole universal change that just happened is making things difficult so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, we're also I, I told mentioned it to Anthony when he came on last time that uh see as collectors I'm obsessive obviously so I, I like to keep things unopened. So naturally I ordered I was I originally thought I pressed the button for two of them, but three popped up. And I was I'm like, should I go back? I'm like, no, I'll take it. What's the difference? But we're gonna play live. So we can't wait. We're gonna wanna have oh, if you guys cool. wanna all come back and play live with us. Oh, that's right. You have a board. Well, okay, we'll try that. Yeah, we'll figure out some way to do it because we'll Joe, it. Joe's got his, Brett, our other co-host who's not on at the moment. We all bought extras to open up. I'm like, we got to play this game live. Everybody. <laughs> we'll play with the cast figures from the shoot. Yeah. yeah. Another thing. Okay, yeah. so I'm just letting you know, Jaylee, you go. what we're going to be doing, Jaylee, we're going to be offering your pieces, you, you, Jesse, and Kevin, on the Stop the Killer website is like an add-on. So unfortunately, we can't – I don't want to uh, – say anything negative about universal because they're mm -hmm. not being they're being nothing but supportive and everything but it's to go through an approval process is, is like it could take a month to get something approved it's so, a lot yeah, yeah i so, i um am familiar with the company and it, it oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it takes right. a lot to, to get something going yeah and so that's fine and it, it took them months to approve everything and and we did we worked with them very closely and they're so excited about this game and um so what we're just going to do is just put you guys in like a little packet on stop the killer so if you know, it's like if you want if you want uh, the Halloween two game actors, you know, as game pieces, you know, <laughs> so it's cool. like ten bucks or something like that off the shop the killers. So we're gonna be offering that as well. Cool. Yeah, I know some people who would definitely want that. <laughs> That's actually was going to be one of my questions, uh, and you answered it right on the head. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. More stuff to order. I'm trying to save for H45. Everybody's got to stop putting stuff out. <laughs> I'm going broke just waiting for that. <laughs> I lost my mind when I saw those game pieces. Like I, I've always, I've always loved playing board games, and I was like, "No way! <laughs> That's so cool!" 
Yeah, and I had to like hand make those. It was Matt's idea. So, Matt said, so let everybody know we did the inserts um, on another day, right? right. We did those. Right. Um, and Joey and Jesse were great. They actually came in. Those are their hands for the inserts. So yeah, we shot those in my house. So right here, I have a guest mm -hmm. room, and we said, you know, hey, if you want, because otherwise it's going to be like me and Matt. It's going to be, be like man talents. hands, man <laughs> hands. <laughs> and someone's going to point it out. So I'll be like, that doesn't look like Jaylee's hands. Um, <laughs> He'll be like, uh, it, um, but it was Matt's idea. This to is for actually... his hands. Right, <laughs> right, exactly, right. Yeah, that, well, that's what, if we ever do a Friday the 13th game, that is definitely the plan. <laughs> we got to get the hairiest knuckles. Got to get the hairy hands in there. Oh, big right. time. I was oh, telling wow. them that on the day. I said, if it was Friday the 13th, we would definitely this, do that. We'd be, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was Matt's idea to, um, oh, oh we lost Jaylee. Um, yeah, because um, we were going to use just regular game pieces. But here's what happened is just letting you guys know about the approval process. Our artists drew full faces for all of the actors for all the game pieces, and they look mm -hmm. really good. But the licensing department said they look too much like the actors. So, you know, you need the actor likeness clearance. Sorry about and all that. that stuff. There she is. <laughs> and so um, the, the artist, Yannick Bouchard, was amazing changed all the faces and and they were they still came back and said they still look like the actors so we did this very deliberate kind of like half face look if you look at the pictures it's like and then and we really liked it because a lot of the old board games like had that kind of like the clue games had that kind of look it was like the mm -hmm. presence of this character mm -hmm. um and it just it looks cohesive and all of that um so but uh during all that time people were asking you know um if Jaylee and Jesse were going to have characters, but Matt was the one that said, well, why don't we put them? It's going to be them on the board. And then, because the inserts, he never understood this until we shot. Right. It. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. Right. No, the board game is going to parallel the action of the script. Like that's, it's always right. Cool. It was like it a metaphysical sense. version of these people playing the game for real like they were they were in the game in the and game. so i love it yeah. i my personal favorite moment in the in the in the trailer is when after he kills you jaylee and jesse looks or um, dorothy looks down and sees you now laying in front of him you know it was like oh uh, this is where it's like i get it now you know but honestly on the day we were shooting it i'm like i don't know what you're doing <laughs> like i was like i got i had an idea of what it was but i it wasn't until you guys came here and filmed it and then i saw it and i went okay I got yeah it. I, I was like a little billy, slow <laughs> i was like billy bob thornton in the first season of fargo when he's like wait i'm confused and billy bob's like that's okay i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i i showed three different groups of friends and all three of them were like oh it's like jumanji <laughs> <laughs> right. And no, really, I'm like, guys, it's just, have you never seen Jumanji? <laughs> right. Like, I you mean, see, the real you see Glenn's piece laying down. Yeah. yeah oh, I don't want heart. this. To, I don't want this to come alive when we start playing it, please. No. No. <laughs> I mean, also yeah. at the very end when like Dorothy, she has the little, you know, like in the game, the climax when you're playing the game is to go to battle with Michael Myers and you have to flick the spinner and everything. So it's when she holds up the little hammer and then, you know, it's like this giant hammer. That's when then you swing at each other. That's what happens in the game is you, at that moment you figure out if you find out if you live or die. And so it kind of becomes the ending of the game. So that's all Matt. I mean, I have, I no, have a question I have no say in, in this. Yeah. There was a shot and I think, oh gosh, it was really, really cool. I remember seeing it on the monitor. 
it was a shot where they kind of clash and you see them oh, right. struggling in the background and then it and then it zooms out and oh, you yeah. see the game there in the foreground with them struggling in the back like kind of blurred mm-hmm. and it was a really really cool shot why didn't you use it <laughs> um we did yeah so that was the original <laughs> so what Jaylee's describing is the original final shot was that face-off shot where they're yeah and then as they clashed the camera was going to pedestal down and the game board was the game box was going to be standing up in the foreground and block the clash. So you weren't going to see how it turned out. And it was back. It was going to be one of those kind of classic board game commercial product shots of like buy the game, because actually the commercial was always intended to have voiceover. Voiceover major change. we uh, made. Yeah. And we were going to do a 60 second cut down with, you know, with this very typical throwback VO. Yeah. And uh, we cut it in. We cut in a scratch track at one point. And the first line, I said, get it out. Get, get so he it. does the dummy voiceover, <laughs> and I'm cutting it. So I'm putting it on the line. And even I'm watching going, oh, God. Like, right when the action starts, you hear Michael Myers. It, like, it like has come to town. Like, it was just like it ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, it was- yeah, I, I think it worked best without the voiceover. Right. Yeah. And so the, the pedestal shot um, – because we were shooting so fast, we never quite got the perfect take. Mm. And then uh, during the editing process, we were actually finishing for the night. And it was Tony. I was like, why don't we just try it one time with without the pedestal? And I think it works better without the pedestal because the trailer, the full version of the trailer, it feels more like a regular film than a commercial. If we do the 60 second cut down, we may try to put the pedestal back in because it feels much more. That's that shot, the pedestal shot. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you slow. It took me like a whole day to realize that pedestal meant, oh, that shot. So just letting you know, I'm just my, my naivete. So anyway, (laughs) for any of you out there going, what the hell is he talking about? That's what he's saying. It's where the camera (laughs) physically moves down or up rather than. I'm with y'all. It's a tracking (laughs) dolly shot if it's moving side to side, but a pedestal is the camera moving up. Not a tilt. A tilt is if the camera's looking up and down. Right. Pedestal is it physically. Moving. Yeah. So I mean, we basically we filmed it three or four times. It looked good, but it was something. It it, it yeah. As behind as you guys were struggling, it was struggling. The the clip was struggling to achieve it, what it had set it out. It ultimately to came down to the fact that the yeah. room wasn't big enough to get. We couldn't get the box close enough to that it blocked the. It completely hid perfectly. you guys. Yeah. You could still always see them kind of struggling in the background and I was like, eh, it's just, it was a, you know, it was a fun idea and a cool. I love the length of it too, because it's not like a, it's not like a teaser where it's like a two minute teaser. It's like a little mini film. So that's what, that's what I do like about it. I'm I'm surprised that that it was nearly eight minutes long. And and it's funny because she's eight minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but you pack so much into those eight minutes that it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on, make this longer. What's what's, what's impressive. And Jaylee's officially part of Halloween canon. We finally have a face of Julie. That's like the biggest, that's what he told me that. I was like, this is genius. So like when you guys, everyone's watching, when you watch Halloween 2 and you hear Janet say, my friend Julie, that's Julie. Like to me, that's a that's right. uh, Julie's yeah. full of shit. Uh, Julie's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was the other important part I wanted to hint at. Why does that's Julie great. tell a little lie? And so it's not that's spelled weird. out for you guys, but you might piece together you know jaylee knows why <laughs> but uh yeah it's like oh let's just put in a little hint in there as to you know 
why did Julie tell this little fib? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she saw somebody she didn't know and thought it was Michael Myers. We don't know. Yeah. But uh-huh. that was, that was- <laughs> All right. I actually, I have to go. I'm technically at work right now and I have to go close. But <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's important. So nice to talk. Thank you guys so much for having me. Love on. seeing you, Jaylee. Great job. Bye. Bye. And you know what? And when you look at her in that, she so looks like she could be in the movie. Like she would blend in perfectly with with Janet and Karen and everybody. She looks like she could blend, easily be one of the nurses that were on yeah. uh, staff that night. Totally right. agree. And that does really, really does. Casting. You know, it was you, you know you were casting for somebody that specifically could pass for 1978 or yeah. 1981. <clears throat> yeah, um, we're not trying to age her by no means. <laughs> 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 but uh, she just definitely it just blended. Actually, everybody just really blended in well. Like it could easily just been an extra scene that was cut from the yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that. Those are the first people Michael kills when he gets there. You know, you just don't right. see them in the movie. You can kind of look at it like a deleted scene, a metaphysical you know version of the game. It's just it there's, kind of there's a good compliment for you guys. It was better than some of the actual sequels. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey. <laughs> you know what? I can't. I can't disagree with that. I'm not going to argue that either. <laughs> you can't disagree with that. You know. Um, well, thank you. Yes. Thank you for saying that. That's amazing. That's much appreciated. It's funny. Like two weeks ago, I mean, I always knew kind of where it took place in the timeline of the film. These comments are hilarious. But, uh, yeah, sorry. yeah, this is good. Anthony and Matt is Jimmy and Bud. <laughs> <laughs> no mushrooms. I hate we wouldn't get anything done. We would just be yeah. like, we'd be in the back of the in the back of the, the ambulance, like talking about horror movies. You know what Ziggy did the other day? Right. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, no, actually, like two weeks ago, I was doing dishes and I was just like, what if I cut for my own fun? Oh. I was like, what if I cut the commercial into the movie? Like, where would I put it? How would it how would it fit? And doing dishes, I'm like, ah, that would be cool. I figured it out. And so I sat down on my computer and I cut it in. I'm like, holy cow, it works. You, it works so well. You would have thought I yeah. planned it. I woke I up did. in the morning and he's like, check your inbox, you know, and I go <laughs> click on it. And that's scary. Like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> right. And I was like, what did you do? And it does. The, actually, the scene does fit in really well. I mean, with the exception of the game. Right. It's like right. they're playing right. a game, but like. And the aspect ratio changes. Right. <laughs> but it actually did match quite <laughs> Wonderfully, so yeah. Well, this question is uh, well, the production is pretty much done on the game. I know you were waiting for some licensing. Yeah, the 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 game is done. We did all the artwork. It had to all be pre-approved before we. uh, Unlike the other campaigns where we were still working on things, and um, we and we also wanted a physical game for the trailer. We needed the game there, but there's a lot of pieces that are not in the trailer because they were not approved. So it was like, well, you can use this weapon, that weapon, and you know, whatever. So we could only show you the kill spinner and a couple other little things. Um, so I didn't even bring those to the set, so they wouldn't even get in there. I just left them at home. But the game is done, and so now the factory is in China. They're sent. They're sending out a new digital sample with all the artwork revisions. And as soon as I get that, which should be in about two weeks, um, I can. And Universal has to see that as well. Once we approve that as like a final, yep, this is good to go. We can actually get them printing, and we're going to try our best to get them to everybody by October because that's Halloween. Um, and uh, so yeah, so we're we're on it. We're totally on it. And this is my third go around. This is our third game, and so 
everything I know what to expect and how to speed things along as quickly as possible. You know, when you're shipping games across an ocean, a lot of things can happen. The boat can sink. Um, <laughs> My Bloody Valentine, the previous game got stuck at, not stuck at customs, but I got this really scary email that said, we're deep, like deep inspecting your cargo you know, and that me that all I heard was they're gonna send it back. They're gonna find something, you know. Wow. Um, oh man. You know, that didn't happen with Silent Night, Deadly Night. And so anything can happen, but if everything goes smoothly, we should be able to get games by mid-October to everybody. So this is for Lito. I'm assuming this is a relation because it's yes, hot. Guys talk about the music. Oh my gosh, who is that person? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. She's <laughs> really hot. Somebody give me her phone number. <laughs> That's awesome. my that's my that's my wife, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed I wasn't sure. I, I didn't want to assume because it could have been a sister with the same last name. So I was just like, it's one or the other. <laughs> she's, she's being my manager. She wants to make sure that I talk about the music at some. Yeah, sort of good promotion. Sure. No, and the music is friggin' all. It is awesome. They said it blends right in. You could easily throw it on the the Halloween Two soundtrack, and it would blend right in with everything else. Thank you very much. That's that's a really, really that's a high compliment. Then see you later, guys. Right. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the music, I think I've mentioned this in a couple places. The directives that I got from Matt and Anthony were make it sound like Halloween 2 and, you know, keep it in that same vibe, keep it in that same sonic uh, template. Um, and for me, that was, I'm not going to say easy because that's a daunting, you know, make it sound like Jack yeah. Carpenter wrote it is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I could say that word on here, but. Curse as much as you want. Okay. This is YouTube. So, so, yeah. So initially, I mean, as is the case, whenever I accept any scoring project, I'm always like, oh, hell yeah, I can do that. And then once the meeting or phone call or email is done, I'm like, what the shit have I done? Right. Like, <laughs> when I get my sub into now. I need, I need to, I need to back out of this in some way, shape or form. Um, and you know, having spent my life loving these films and having spent my life listening to mostly film scores and soundtracks and having studied music and been taught at some of the great institutions in our country, like Juilliard and, uh, Interlock and, and these places where I studied composition and music, it, you kind of, whether you decide you're going to be a composer or not. If you're a musician and you you just know the music, it, it kind of can just come to you. It's kind of weird because it sounded really terrifying. And um, there were certain other things that it was like, well, we can't use the actual themes and we can't use the actual motifs because, you know, you get into some copyright issues and all that. So it's like, mm -hmm. You figure out which instruments you're going to use just by listening to the score so many times, which I have my whole life. And then once you find those in your library on your computer, you literally just start playing uh, with ideas and stuff. And normally I'll, I'll sit at my piano and I'll just, you know, play things and think about it and write them down and think about which characters and which ideas and all this. But this one, for some reason, once I had the instruments, I was able to just play to the picture. And it just started coming easier and easier and faster. As And as I, you know, there are three different drafts. There's a short, like a 20 some second or something like that, isn't there? And then there's like a yeah. 45 or 50 second one. And then there's the um, full length one. And I had done the first short two first. So I kind of developed the themes or the motifs. And then once I got to the longer version, it was just an idea of... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm sorry. Come on, you're killing us here. Stephen's <laughs> great. I guess I just fuck up all the time. Um, but uh, but yeah, once I once I got to the long trailer, I basically just expanded on all that stuff that I'd done for the short trailers, and it just uh, I don't know. It's I'm not going to say it was easy because again, it is very scary. It's like when I did the the Hellraiser documentary that I scored. And, you know, they said, we want it to sound like Christopher Young. Or when I do any Elm Street projects, they say, we want it to sound like Charles Bernstein or J. Peter Robinson or whoever. And, you know, when you grow up listening to these scores and you idolize these people, you think, oh, I can do that. But much like I'm sure Matt thought, like once he started writing, he's like, I can do this. Can I? You know, it's like <laughs> there's a little bit of fear, but you have to just kind of have at it. Yeah. And thankfully... They were very supportive. They liked what I did. The changes that we had to make were super, super minimal. It was mostly timing things and, and shifting things slightly to line up in all the right spots, which happens when you're, you know, scoring to picture. And, um, you know, that was, it was just a pleasure of an experience because, you know, Matt said one of the nicest things I've ever heard about my music. He said, I want you to, to create a version of the end credits that goes on for 14 minutes. Cause I literally could listen to it that long. Yeah. He liked what I did so much. And, and that an was hour. my request right. was an hour. Yeah. It was an hour. Waiting it was an hour. You cut it down. No, hour mm -hmm. an hour. No, it I was very, it hour yeah, he wanted, he wanted it to just keep going. So when you hear things like that, it's, it's very, um, it's very encouraging for, for someone that sometimes, has a little bit of imposter syndrome. It it just fuels your confidence when you have people that are that supportive and that um, open minded to, to to trust you. Again, there was a lot of trust involved, and I think it just came from them knowing that I know the material the same way I know Matt is like a walking encyclopedia of Halloween. I know that Anthony is like a walking encyclopedia, passionate Uber fan. Like we 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 trust each other on this project in a way that it doesn't always happen. <laughs> There's a lot of second guessing. In I this agree. It's and very difficult when you're hiring a composer to compose something, you know, it's very difficult to communicate what you want because it's all conceptual. So all you can do is point to other bodies of work and everything. But with Lito, I was just like, this guy's going to bring it without any, I mean, so Matt just gave him like, do this, do that, whatever. And we just knew it was going to be great. It, it exceeded. I mean, when I say exceeded, I think you and I were like, we were afraid that it wasn't going to feel like Halloween too, because it's so distinct. You know, the music is such a part of the experience. Right. And, mm -hmm. but I think when we got what we got, we were just like, Oh my God, we wanted to cry. It was so great. Lito. That's the truth. But, well, I mean, I remember I sent him specific cues from the movie and I said, okay, from here to here, something similar to this from here to here something similar to this you know and, and i also yeah. sent tracks from some of the other films that i love to be like you know this particular sting yeah I've, yeah, I've for, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah this he particular did that. sting i want this one and uh and i told him i said if you can get some you know the most important thing is you want it to feel like it's an unused track from the same recording sessions mm -hmm. but if you you know, the sweet spot is if it sounds familiar enough, uh, but it doesn't sound too obvious, like we're mm -hmm. trying to avoid copyright. If it sounds too obvious that we're trying to avoid that, then I would prefer it to just be completely different mm -hmm. and still sound like it was recorded on the same instruments. Yeah. And so yeah. when we got what we got, it, it just, it blew me away. I mean, the end credits, especially, and, 
you know, I think my favorite, the reason, part of the reason I love the end credits so much is that it's the only time I can watch it and not be distracted by my own work <laughs> and like, oh wait, we got to shave frames off that. We got to analyze shave everything. Yep. Yeah. But when yeah. the credits start rolling, I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Actually, has a question for um, somebody in the chat for you, Matt. How does this trailer compare to others that you filmed? He's new to Kickstarter because of the game. That's just why he's, yeah. Nice. Uh, well, this was my personal first time directing. Uh, it's not my first time directing and or uh, writing and producing uh, trailers and documentaries and things of that nature. Um, but directing wise, you know, you know, I have to hand it to Tony because he really, you know, he definitely has faith in me as a writer because he's read my writing and everything, but I was an unproven director and, and I was really just being a total opportunist in <laughs> proposing this idea for a trailer. As soon as he said Halloween two was going to be the next game. I just. Well, I also know as a producer, like, I'm, I in, know, I'm in. I know a good idea when I hear one and I was like, this guy's going to make, just going to do a great right. job. So I had no worries at all. I mean, the things that I worried about, nobody knows about. I mean, the permit was a nightmare. The insurance was ridiculously expensive. Like those are the things I worried about. The, we rented a few camera things and stuff like that, but um, yeah, but I, I knew, I knew, yeah, I need the right person to do the job. So he, he was the right person and Lito was the right person to do the music. I mean, I didn't know about Lito. You're a Juilliard uh, student, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I went there straight out of high school. Um, I didn't know that. And then he tells me this and I'm like, wait, what? You know, and, and right, I just didn't know. And so like, I was blessed to have the right people. And then the casting went so well. And I mean, it just, everything fell into place, so. But he's also, the greatest and probably the worst producer you could have for your first time out because he's so wait wait supportive. what <laughs> <laughs> I mean there were time I mean there was a time I mean the hospital alone where you uh, know the hospital meant the budget was going to go up obviously we couldn't just find a how a friend's house we right. had to find a standing set or an actual hospital to shoot in and then uh you know we scouted the location and they had a tray table for the hospital bed. <laughs> Right. And I, and I call him up and I said, I got to ask you for something. And I don't want to ask you because I can't ask you for more. <laughs> he goes, what? I said, we need to buy it. We need to buy a tray table. And he's like, why? They have one. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, but it's they have one that works just fine. And I'm paying for it. Looks great. All right. I said, it's white plastic. I said, we need one that looks like an old school desk. Like that looks wood, right. you know, it needs to look like it's from 1978. It's just, a, yeah. and then if we have that table, it'll be the anchor when we shoot the inserts that it'll look like we shot it at the same time because it'll be the same table that the game will be on. And he was like, okay, send me the link. <laughs> and I couldn't believe I mean, it. it was, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's something simple like that. I'm like, any producer would be like, shut up, <laughs> you know, and use the table we have. Well, I did see this I, in the comments, uh, Lita. You just put in the comments. So the, your, the music's going to be available for digital download. It is. Uh, so uh, someone asked about the music, yeah. and, and um, <clears throat> it's currently being mastered. There's a guy that I work with at a place called Sienna Digital, and they released the CDs of my uh, Fright Night and Leviathan documentary or the Hellraiser documentary score. And so he's mastering the tracks because I can master them on my end, but that's not really. I don't have a, a degree and it's not what I specialize in. So I'd rather trust an expert to do that aspect of it. Um, Cause 
it's different hearing it in the background of an ad as opposed to, you know, just on its own. So I want it to mm -hmm. sound as, as good as it can. And once it's finished, it will be um, sent over to CD Baby, who is a music distribution company, and um, they'll release it on iTunes and Amazon and every other place you can get music. And then, of course, I'll let Anthony know, and he will put the link up in the Kickstarter for people awesome. to go ahead and pick up. Yeah, you should definitely download this. And I heard it. We heard it hundreds and hundreds of times, and it just you can't get tired of it. It's so great. I you know, so much. I I wanted to say this to Jaylee when she was here earlier, and I I, I totally forgot. And of course, now I remember. And I, I've told her this in a message, but I wanted to do it here because I wanted to see her blush. When I was <laughs> when I was scoring this ad, which I watched. I mean, I again not as many times as they have, but I've I probably watched it close to a hundred times by now, and. I know what's going to happen. I was there when we filmed. I'm one of the people in the ad. And every time it got to the part where Jaylee, she does this thing where she starts breathing quickly and you hear this like kind of like raspy, high-pitched sound that sounds almost like she's right. like gasping. And it's like- I know exactly what you're talking about. Every yeah. time I got to that point where she was making those noises, like I, like I had- a, an aesthetic, like cathartic, like lump in my throat. I was like, I feel so bad for this girl, and I know what's gonna happen. So, like, <laughs> you're the one that kills her. You don't are. kill her. Don't kill her. <laughs> so, but it's it's such a testimony to how good she was. It's a testament yeah. to how good her performance was. Because like, and Jesse uh, too. Jesse did. Uh, she, yeah. The thing about her, she can scream when she when she, when uh, Michael kills Julie, and Jesse screams. Yeah. I mean, that's a horror actor you know in horror movies we all know you gotta if the acting sucks not gonna work because you know it's not happening there is nothing bad happening but mm. and she like her body shakes and she did that like 10 times it's i mean i'm standing i was near i couldn't even see it when she maybe i maybe on the corner maybe on the side looking through the window or something but i heard her scream 10 times and i just couldn't believe it i'm like how do you do that and she's like oh, i'm taking lozenges and you know like she's <laughs> like i'm like it's not the lozenge but like, you just have to have that talent i guess it's underrated you know jamie yeah. lee said when she did halloween she was like they asked me to scream she's like have you ever screamed like when she asks that have you ever really had to scream in your life and i guess most people haven't but you know, Jesse True. and Jay both were great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my personal favorite scene in the entire spot is the moment when uh, Jesse asks, "Where's Glenn?" And it's that oh, it's that very it's subtle that exchange, that subtle look between her and Jaylee, where you know Jaylee lies. <laughs> she identifies like we don't have time. You know, it's like the line from Dust Till Dawn: "Fight now, cry later." <laughs> you know, it's she's like. I well, it's a look. Time for she gives a look like yeah. like and and it's that yeah. it's that subtle quick look that Jaylee gives her after she lies where she starts setting the game up and she just kind of looks like did you did she believe me or not yeah you know in a whole spot you know in a whole trailer of michael myers that to me is just the part where wow we you know we got the right <laughs> two actresses to play that yeah and if anybody agree. hasn't seen this trailer yet because we're obviously there's spoilers all over this if you haven't seen it sorry <laughs> but i just i did drop the stop the killer in the chat again so if you guys want to oh, yeah. go watch it and plus instead of also putting the kickstarter link the kickstarter links right there on the page so you can yeah exactly you just go watch it. the whole trailers on the front page of stop the killer and yeah so and jesse also the thing that surprised the crap out of me with jesse that girl is really, really, really strong. Like she's, she's so much stronger than you think she's going to be because like 
in the scene where we faced off and where we were struggling and I'm like coming down with the scalpel and I'm holding her other arm. Like, of course I'm holding back a little because I'm like, well, she's shorter and like, you know, I don't want to hurt her because you're gripping her wrist as tightly as you can, but you have to kind of like let up a little bit. She started pushing back at one point in the first take. And I was like, Oh, I guess I need to push harder. So <laughs> not doing that every single take, she, her energy was like, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. Every single take she wow, had this energy just like went through the roof and I, I kept feeling her pushing back. So then I push even harder and it's like, that we weren't faking it. Like she was actually fighting. Me. And I was like, Michael's like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> also, I want to mention to my masked co-host at the bottom. Uh, I was talking to Lito before we went live before. Turns out uh, Lito actually did the music and was worked on the Fredheads documentary. And Joe just met up with Jeremy Todd this weekend. Yeah, sure did. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Got a chance to talk to him, and he even signed a little DVD for me. He was a real nice guy, man. Oh, cool. Super nice, nice to meet him. Yeah, if you guys are Friday, uh, Friday 13, Nightmare Don't fans, it's a real, it's a real good documentary. Absolutely. Yeah, it's on Tubi right now if anybody wants to check it out for free. So, Yeah, yeah it went live today, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Today, That's awesome. Very cool. And I know Anthony mentioned uh, some questions, some trivia questions for everybody in the chat because yes. he was going to give some. he was going to give some prizes away. Yes, we have a couple of things to give away. We figured, why not? Let's do like a little giveaway, a little Halloween three nod, you know, whatever. A big giveaway. So Sweet. we have, we so Matt and I were sitting here before we came on and we were, we were typing out some trivia questions. We figured out the way this is going to work is, I guess Matt's going to read the question. And then the first person to type the right answer in the chat, that's who's going to win. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can only win one prize. So don't try to win all, you know, six because you're really <laughs> if you do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it'd be much easier for you to ship. <laughs> it'd be much easier. <laughs> right. Yeah, true. <laughs> but so, but what I figured was um, so the Lost River Drive In is mentioned in Halloween too. Okay. That's what Julie saw Michael walking by the Lost River Drive In. So uh, we have these pins here called Lost, they're the Lost River Drive In pins. Um, so that everybody, so we have six questions. There'll be six winners. Each one of you will get one of these. And you also get, and this is really cool because Matt, Matt and I worked on these really cool events and Lita was actually part of one. So we have this Haddonfield Times newspaper um, and it's a full size newspaper. And this was a giveaway at a double feature of Halloween and Halloween 2 at a drive-in in where was 2019. it? In 2019. And it's a full-size newspaper and it's got articles that Matt wrote that tie Halloween it's like the concept behind the paper is what? Is so is it came out this when? is the Haddonfield newspaper that came out on November 5th, 1978. Right. So this is the reveal is finally hitting the public that mm -hmm. Michael and Laurie are brother and sister. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, you know, the discovery of the dead body from uh, the mechanic whose coveralls Michael gets. It takes them a Barry few days. Barry Bernardi? Uh, no, Barry Bernardi is the orderly that was supposed to be watching him. <laughs> but more on Bernardi in a second. Uh, there's, there's also all kinds of goodies testimonials here from different eyewitnesses. But my favorite part in this entire thing is what is the biggest plot hole in the original Halloween? 
Is that what's in the paper it says? No, I'm asking you. Is that the question? No, this is not the question. No, 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 no. This, no. Is, just just at, this is before the questions. <laughs> oh, okay. What would you guys say the biggest hole. plot hole in Halloween 1? That nobody mm -hmm. seems to mind. <laughs> well, there's uh, several. That's the thing. There's there's more than one. <laughs> yeah, there's... Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's how the car gets back by the Myers house. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, but, yeah. That's one of them. Yeah, there's plenty of them. You know, you know where he, park, he parks the car. To me, the biggest one is he parks the car by the babysitting houses, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, Loomis just turns around and the car is there. That newspaper yeah. answers that question. Yeah, I was so, thinking about the I was thinking about the, the the store where he breaks into the store to steal the items, and, it, and it's just yeah. buzzing all day long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually have a solution to that, but it's not in that newspaper. I don't remember exactly what it was, but a lot of the plot holes were answered in the novelization. Now, like one of the plot holes is like if you see Laurie and Annie drive around, one minute they go from one side of town, and it's just completely dark. It's just like, did we change time zones when you cross the town? <laughs> but in the, in, the, in the novelizations, they're driving around yeah. a lot more. That's yeah, the whole thing. Well, Matt, so this, I'm telling you, the Halloween newspaper is cool. There's classifieds, horoscopes, and we worked on this as a freebie. And also Lito was, we hired Lito to be Michael at the event. So when you were watching the movies, and I was in my car eating popcorn, watching these movies, and Lito scared the shit out of me in my window. <laughs> and I was like, God awesome. damn it, don't do that. And I'm like, no, no, that's why we're, you're here. Um, but it was so cool. So that was cool. But then Matt and I also did something for the Scream franchise. Um, so the Woodsboro Tribune. And my good, good friend Nate Reagan and I put on an event called Scream Comes Home um, at the actual house where they uh, used in the movie. And we have the mm -hmm. same kind of thing. So Matt and I did a full page newspaper for that. And it was given away as a freebie. Um, so whoever, so ever, all six people are going to get both newspapers and the lost river drive in, but then maybe another goodie, uh, along the way, um, that we can throw in there. So, all right. All right. Cool. First, question. first question already. I wish right. you guys first person like to answer. Music. Gets gets the prize, and if you get a prize, don't answer another question because you're just going to give somebody the answer. It's not fair, so just right. hang back. Answer it out loud to yourself. All right, drum roll. No, no drum rolls. Right. Okay, so question number one: What what town does Eddie Lee live in? We're watching the comments. This is the easy. Mm, let's see who pops up. That's a come on. You guys should know this. You Halloween fans. <clears throat> By the way, I just saw that Wesley said that he proposed to his wife at a drive-in. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yay. Oh, cool. I wasn't at the Lost River drive-in, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No one's responding to the... Come on. Seriously. Oh, come on. There's 36 people watching. You got to be ha Halloween fans. Come on. Oh, there we go. This is our good buddy, Steve. Are we, there you go. Woo! Russell. There we go. Yes. There you go. So, Jasmine. Right? No, Halloween OCR. No. Oh, I was sorry. Halloween OCR. Halloween OCR. Okay. Yeah, first. Halloween OCR. Our... Yay. Okay. Sorry. Our, <laughs> buddy, our buddy Steve Green. Where to go, Steve? Yeah, he's, he's a big a collector. He's got a collection like us. He's a big collector. Right. <laughs> okay, cool. So, all right. So, it's Jack. Uh, I'm sorry. Who is it? It's Russ. So, Halloween underscore OCR. <laughs> um, could you just like email me? So, anyone who wins, just because I don't know your name, email me at. Um, stop the killer games so email anthony at stop the killer games at gmail.com and just say hey i won i won question number one and then we'll get your address i don't get you, you just type your address and stuff here um okay and i'll throw in a little something extra when i mail the, that stuff out to you okay 
Awesome. All right. Right. That was Anthony at StopTheKillerGames.com, correct? So, well, maybe I don't know. Should we? I mean, so because I was going to put a banner underneath here, so people could write it down in case you know somebody forgets or whatever. I was just going to put it underneath. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I, so I don't know. Okay, so I don't know Halloween OCR if you've actually bought the Silent Night Deadly Night game. So I'm going to throw that in the box with you with the expansions, so you'll get the newspapers, the pin, and the game with both expansions. So Ooh. that's going to be. Damn, you. I want to answer a question. Damn. <laughs> I'll send you one. Oh my god, you don't have one? I'll send you one. No, right. I didn't get a chance to order one. Oh my god, I'll send you one. Okay, so awesome. Halloween OCR, just email me and say I won the Silent Night Daily Night game expansions, both newspapers and pen. All right. Okay. Next question. Question number two. Question number two. What is the name of the TV news anchor in Halloween Two? Oh no. no. Oh, ah. it's my buddy. It's my buddy. Three people are dead. Judging my Lito's face, I think you know. <laughs> As a result of escaping mental patients. I think he knows all of them. Right. All right, we're all watching. <laughs> we're watching patiently, awaiting the answer. Come on, guys. Lito's hilarious. You look like a cartoon sometimes, Lito. It's like, you're just like. <laughs> so come on, get it, get it, get it, get it. Come on, who's going to get it? Come all right, on. let's see. Let's see. Deborah Lane. Deborah Lane? Who's Deborah Lane? Dana Carvey. <laughs> Dana Carvey. He was not the anchor. No, no he, he was, was a production not. assistant. Yeah. That's right. Come on. Come on, guys. What's the name of the TV news anchor in Halloween 2? Is Deborah Lane the name of the TV producer that is killed in the book but not in the movie? Jill. It's Jill. I'm almost <laughs> never sure. No, it's Julie. It's Julie. Okay. I'm sorry. It's Julie. We'll, we'll accept Steph Stefan's answer. We got we close. It's yeah. close. It's yeah. like ninety nine percent. Stefan. Maybe it's a typo. Oh, he corrected himself. It was autocorrect, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan, do you have the My Bloody Valentine game? Just type yes or no. <laughs> okay. Too late, October boy. And I think I know who you are. <laughs> if your name October if your name is Mikey, let everybody know. <laughs> no, I'll tell everybody why. All right. Well, listen. Um yeah, Ste Stefan's he's a big he's always on the channel. So yeah, Stefan, just uh I'm glad to see you guess it because he's a great guy. So just well, Stephen, email Anthony. So, um, we're, we're gonna give you the My Bloody Valentine game, which has both um so the My Bloody Valentine game with both expansions. God, why am I not in frame? <laughs> Here we are with both expansions, and um, we're gonna mail that. So email me at stopthekillergames at gmail.com and just remind me what you've won, okay? And then I'll make sure I'll put it aside and mail it out to you. That's Question awesome. number three. Actually, no. Oh, it's a different email you just said. Now it's not. It's not Anthony. It's Stop the Killer Games. Let's all correct it. What did I say? This is what you said, Anthony. It's top the killer games. Before. Oh my god, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> all right, hold on. Let me uh, no. So, I'll email me. It. Well, it's Anthony at so it's not at. Oh my, that's where it's going wrong. It's my email is stop the killer games at gmail.com. Stop the killer games at gmail.com. Gotcha. Stop killer. What now? He's saying games. no. Okay. All right, question number three. Matt Matt looks so frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our friendship. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, we're never frustrated. Yeah. No, we're never frustrated. <laughs> All right, question number three. Uh, question number three. What's the name of the store by the mall in the Lost River Drive-In? Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. See, this is finally questions I know answers to. Damn it. And I'm not going to answer. There are coupons and uh, 
ads in the newspaper for this place. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, there is. And we also did a radio show, which had an interview with it's Barry right Bernardi. There, the answer's right there. Someone, someone knows this one. This is kind of... <clears throat> someone knows this Oh, one. somebody should know. Yeah, some of the, we just got some hardcore Halloween fans so in, in, the, in the group. So, so let's see. Expansion. Stefan, yeah, you won both expansions for uh, my Bloody Valentine yep, game. There we go. I saw it. There, there you go. go. Wesley. 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 Okay. Yep. The Very shopping nice. bag. Right. So, yeah, I remember it was like he's by the – what's the exact sentence in the movie? You know uh, you know where the shopping bag is? No, you know where the big mall the is? The field. The field by, the out field by the shopping out. bag. You know where yep. the shopping bag is out by the big mall? Well, she stopped at a light. She's on walking in that field behind the Lost River Drive-In. Julie said he was so creepy. Yep. <laughs> Julie's full of shit. Julie's full of shit. <laughs> so, Wesley, right. I don't know if you're a, um, a Scream fan. Um, so my company produced a bunch of bonus features. We did four hours of bonus features for my Still Screaming documentary. We produced Still Screaming. Um, and this is all the leftover bonus features that Miramax did not put on the Blu-ray. So I will throw that in your... Um, Oh, cool. He's loving it. So cool. I'm glad. I'm like, what if you're like, I hate Scream? Anyway, um, so he awesome. emailed me as... His name is Wesley. He better be a Scream. He better be, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, at gmail.com. Just email me and say, hey, I won the Scream DVD along with the other items, and I'll get it in the mail. This feels like QVC a little bit. Like, <laughs> just, I'm loving that. I could do this all day. Oh, my God. We have, we have to create a QVC. All right. Question number four. <laughs> What time did Ben Tramer leave the party? Come on. And they get harder as they go. Oh. Come on, you hardcore fans. Come on, everybody. See, this is a game of Jeopardy I'd actually do well at. (laughs) No, but I like that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Answer. Yeah. Close, Jasmine. All right, Jasmine got it right. Yeah, there you got go. It. Yep, it's first. Yep, right. Christian. It's only a ele- Chris and Christian. It's only past eleven when they talk to Officer Hunt. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but he left the party at ten. So Jasmine okay. got it. So Jasmine, are you a Paranormal Activity fan? <laughs> so my company also produced. This is not a. This is not a Massey Media promo. But like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like. Stop the killer is is Masimi. Okay, so, so this is not is. as big as the others, but nobody has yeah, them. Yes, she is right. So we have these little pins uh, for Unknown Dimension, which is I'm trying to get the light off of it. So Unknown Dimension was the name of the documentary my company produced um, for Paramount on on the entire Paranormal Activity franchise. <clears throat> so these were some very limited edition pins that we only gave to the interviewees that came. So I will throw that in there and just. Nobody has them. So anyway, I'm going to throw that in there. So email me at stopthekillergames at gmail.com and just let me know that you won that and I'll mail it to you. Hope you like. Awesome. All right. This question was already mentioned. So I wonder if we should, should we do a hard one about the trailer? Oh, just, just make it up. What is, so in our trailer, what is Julie's last name? Oh, oh nice. Wow. nice. 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 
I admittedly don't know, and I've watched them. Actually, it's playing on my other screen right now. <laughs> this prize better be worth this question. This is a hard question. <laughs> All right, so we have to wait. We, do we have to wait five, six minutes for everybody to go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save them time. Her name is not in the credits. Her last name is not in the credits. Last name's not in the credits. Oh yeah, so you can't. I mean, the character Julie, not Jaylee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's matt's wife so yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for thank you thanks for ruining it oh was it <laughs> she, she's the one who said uh she's the one who said earlier that um one of the prizes should be a date with the director well congrats melissa you won one <laughs> all right we'll ask the original question then it's gone. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if I can remember. <laughs> what is Jimmy's brother's name? Oh, oh, yeah, it was mentioned earlier. You're right. Yep. But somebody might not have been tuning in at that time, so you never know. Right, Stefan. By the way, did did you get my email? Um, I don't know yet. I haven't checked my email. <laughs> um, as long as it went to stopthekillergames at gmail.com, I'll get it. Oh, so. Christian. Christian got, All right. it. Whoa. Christian got it. Christian got it. All right, Christian. Um, and this is, I don't know, if this is this a good gift or a bad gift. I don't know. But um, so okay. No so hey, so gift's we, a gift. When we did the Halloween two trailer, I mean some of them um when we did the Halloween two trailer, we went to great lengths to find the same kind of crepe paper decorations, those orange and black like decorations, the bats and all mm. that and everything. So so this wasn't used in the trailer because I think we threw those bats out. We just threw, you know. But these are the same kind of bats that you can find in the movie. They're like ninety percent the same, and um, and uh, they were on set. They were with us on set. So I'm gonna throw that in the box for you as well. So you get to hang up your own Halloween two bats on the wall, um, and I'll throw in something else too, just to kind of sweeten the deal. But you'll get the newspapers, the pin, and this. So email me at stop the killer games at gmail.com and let me know what you want okay awesome. oh, this, this is in my opinion the hardest question so what's okay the and it's a pretty cool prize oh. It's this oh okay it's so, the big uh, giveaway what is it it's not the big giveaway but it's kind of cool because it's a <laughs> uh, all right go ahead go <laughs> okay in all of halloween 2 how many times is michael myers shot in total you think you oh. know that? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to do the Jeopardy theme. <laughs> I think I know the the correct answer, but it's a little tricky because of the intro when mm -hmm. they when they pick up from Halloween seven, one. Seven is not the correct answer. Nope. All right, so we have none of these so far. Seven, six, ten, nine, in nine, seven. All of Halloween two. How many times is Michael shot in, in the in the entire film? The entire film, start to finish. <laughs> and we had a big discussion about this, and then he laid it out, and I went, "You're right." So, of course, I am. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> but definitely that—that's part of it. The inclusion of the mistake oh, wow. in, the, in the beginning. I was just throwing out random numbers. <laughs> I think so. Uh, Marcus <laughs> got it. Marcus. Got it. Awesome. Jimmy, you just missed it. 
So Michael gets shot, as many people pointed out, seven times in the prologue of Halloween one. Yes. Plus, plus five times when Dr. Loomis <laughs> shoots him when he breaks in through the door. And then Lori shoots him twice. Lori. In the eyes. That's right. Yep. Awesome. There you go. So, okay. So Leto used, um, during the Halloween two shoot, he used this scalpel. Okay. Um, he also used this scalpel, which actually broke. Um, it's that scene. Poor pillow. Right. He was, he, like, he said to me, it's going to break. I'm like, that's fine. Just, just do it. Just don't just do it. Don't fuck it up. So it was like, just use it. <laughs> so this one broke, but we also had this one, which was used for our blocking. Um, so when we were, we were blocking, uh, we did a, a rehearsal shoot. The wasn't a shoot, but a rehearsal meeting meeting a couple days before um and so we were so this isn't screen news but it's from the production so we thought we'll mail you that it's uh you know our costume test and from our costume test so it's it's not screen news but it's part of the production so we're going to mail that to you i figured that's something from the actual production kind of makes sense since we were talking about the trailer um oh um and i had my my hands all over it Well, let's do one more. Do one more, sure. Let's do one more. Make something up. Because I, I have something here I didn't see. <laughs> He's cleaning out his closet. What else is in here? No, this is here, too. This is that way. A fresh yam. <laughs> fresh yam. <laughs> uh, let me think. Let me think. Let's think of another question from the trailer. Hmm. Well, while, while Matt is thinking, I want to make sure I say this because I don't want to forget and I don't want it to get like cut off at the end. I have said this online already and I've told them each uh, person to person, but I wanted everyone to hear when Matt was talking earlier about um, Anthony being the best producer that you could have. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of producers in this town on a lot of different projects and Anthony's by far one of the best producers I've ever worked with on anything. He was wow. <laughs> so supportive. He was so kind. He was so, um, he just instilled you with confidence. And at, at one point I was in the, in the break room eating like a granola bar or something. And I was just sitting there chilling and he came in and he, and we started talking and we both started like riffing on what an amazing job we also thought Matt was doing. And how we, you know, I've known Matt for a very, very, very long time. And I know that one of his dreams has always been to, to direct Halloween related material that is, you know, official. Um, and, you know, to see him get to live this dream and to do it as well as he did was an honor to, to witness and to be a part of. And, you know, to have a friend and a producer like Anthony, who was just so excited for him that it was contagious for everybody on set. I, I just, I wanted to let everyone know that that's something that's very rare. Um, I've been on productions where everyone is kind of a downer <laughs> or like, you know, mm-hmm. midway through the day, the energy and the positivity and the supportiveness starts to really wane. And I never felt that for one instant on this set. And it's a, it's a really, you know, great tribute to how, great both of them are at their job so i want everyone to know that because they they really i can't say that enough and people can't hear it enough so wow that means a lot to me that means a lot to me thank you thank you so much and i don't know what to say (laughs) 
I agree with everything you said. About I don't you. know what to say. I, I don't. I don't take compliments well. I just. But He's like, like, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I just. I don't I know. It's go on. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Thank you. Thank I, you, Lito. Uh, we. That's uh, awesome. I completely agree. Like I said, and you know, Tony's the greatest producer you could possibly have. Um, and but this totally is wouldn't have been as good without. Lito behind the mask doing right. the music and the amazing cast. Yeah. That we I was lucky got. to have you guys. So thank you. <laughs> I say I'm very brief. Thank you for your genius. And let's tip our hat on the way out. And, I'd be like, and let's also, <laughs> let's also uh, point out Tony edited the short as well, mm-hmm. you know, and he wasn't supposed to initially. We, we, actually <laughs> no, had, we had two editors. Uh, they became unavailable. Yeah. That were lined up. So, you know, it was mostly him cutting it together and then me sitting down with him and reshaping yeah, it. Matt, you know, but provided invaluable guidance. He so. did everything. He, he did the color correction. He, you know, and this is all in addition to all the stop the killer, the actual <laughs> setting up the game and getting it finalized in the Kickstarter campaign. And, you know, he's got other projects, he's got movies he's producing, you know, this, you know, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, he, he's got three clones like Michael Keaton, Multiplicity. I see. Yeah, which one are you though? <laughs> Thank you. Very nice of you to say that. So, and also, you know what? It, the other great thing is, Anthony. I've noticed because Jennifer and I have been keeping like obsessive tabs on the Kickstarter itself. We're just uh-huh. like watching the numbers go up and watching the comments and just getting all giddy about it. You are so fucking good at answering comments and uh, posts and like i've i've been involved with kickstarters where like you don't hear for people from like until like a week before things start to ship and you're like yeah. oh you're, you're still alive that's good well that's know. anthony oh. clone two two of nine that's who's doing that job, <laughs> <laughs> that's job. <laughs> i just sit i did like like producing i just sit at my desk guys that's all i do just all day long i'm working working on, on my computer so but okay, I thought of a question. I thought oh, of a oh, real quick. Okay, sorry. And it's not. It's not the hardest question. <laughs> and I will say that we thought about putting this in the credits of the trailer for the people that would get it, but we chose not to. Um, what age is Michael Myers incorrectly given in the credits of Halloween one and two? That's oh, right. You, you, you mentioned that oh, to yeah. me when you were talking right. about the credit. <laughs> That would have been cool. I didn't want to screw up your screen credit. You know, I wanted, I know you wanted to see your name next to the shape. I didn't want you to see it next to in air. For a cheap joke that only the six of us would get. Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. We all would have got it. That would have been, that would have been hysterical. Mm -hmm. Joseph got it. Yep. Yep. There Uh, he is. Well, where'd he go? All right. 23. Correct. 23. All right. Joseph. Awesome. Uh, So you're going to get the pin in both newspapers, but. My company also put out a My Bloody Valentine novel. This is a tie-in by Armando Munoz. I don't know if are you are you a fan of My Bloody Valentine? Maybe you should I should ask you that. But you can't get this anywhere. This is sold out. Okay, we only had a limited amount, and every day I get emails from people saying, "How can I get that book?" And I have I have two in my office, and you're getting one. Um, awesome. And it'll be autographed by George Mahalka of the director of the movie. 
um, and it comes with a cool bookmark and everything. But this is insane. This book is insane. So I'll throw that in the um, the box for you. So stopthekillergames at gmail.com. All right. Awesome. Oh, Justin has the novel. Oh, you have the novel though. Um, okay. So hey, yeah. I'll send you something else. Uh, who was the second person to um, answer? Oh uh, yeah. Who was the second person? Well, then? no, we gotta give Joseph. Wait, you want to just keep yeah, it? Oh yeah, yeah. I made it sound like he was like, uh, uh-uh, Joseph. Uh, so whoever answered it, uh, we'll give you. We'll send it to you. Um, uh, so like Joseph, Death. do you have Mary Silent Death. Night, Deadly Night, the game? Because I can send you one of those. Nobody. No, you're one way back. Got it. All right. So MB, MB is our masked, our masked co-host, fiance. Oh, wow! October boy, I, okay, October boy. No, 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 it's not him. I think. Well, whoever said it was Mary Beth. It was Mary Beth. Yeah, it, it was Mary. Yeah. All right, MB. Mary Beth. Do you like my bloody Valentine? <laughs> Are you a man? I'll, I'll answer for her. I love she, my bloody Valentine. I'm shocked here. Like, so. hold on. She. I'll answer for her. She loves it. I showed it to her for the first time, and she loves it. She loves it. But okay. actually, well, if you want now, now Joseph's saying I have one, but I'll take a second copy if you guys oh. want to do that. <laughs> Joseph, do you? Have... Or do you want something else? Now you're saying you guys are like, you want Joseph, something no, else. No, no, Joseph, do. what don't you have? Joseph, what I'm don't you have? Send you a mystery. You're gonna get the newspapers. But I will send you a mystery surprise, <laughs> and you're gonna love it. Okay. I I really <laughs> hope it's that brand new yam. <laughs> I'm totally sending you a brand new fresh from the supermarket yam with the newspapers. It's a mystery um, box. Just email me. Open. Trust me, you'll be happy. I got all kinds of stuff. I was running that's around awesome. going like, what, could, what do I have that's really cool? So, um, all right, Mary Beth, we'll send you the book. Email me at stopthekillergames at gmail.com. And I'll just, I just, I just want you guys to email me so that I can, I don't have to keep track of it. I don't know who you are. So, all right. I think that's it. Very cool, guys. Are we done? All right. <laughs> I, just, I just want to say thank you guys for coming on this has been awesome it's great to hear about behind the scenes how you guys filmed it and the great ideas and what you know and like you were mentioning before what makes it so good is you guys are i mean you're all sitting there with halloween t-shirts and you're all halloween <laughs> super fans so how could it not be as good as it is because i mean granted you work on a film and you're just hired to do it like you said you you're hired to do a score you're hired to produce something well yeah. you're not necessarily a fan of it it's just a job yeah. But this was a labor of love, and you can definitely tell. Oh, thank you. It definitely was. These guys are yeah. brilliant. You know, and I'm thinking I want to host the screening of Halloween 2 where we're all eating ham sandwiches. And then when you order it, they ask you. <laughs> can you imagine an entire audience eating ham sandwiches and they ask you, do you want mustard or mayo? That's all I want we'll to do. do that at the next loss Exactly. <laughs> 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 so, so you guys are great thanks for thanks for having us on you can tell we're passionate about this project and we couldn't wait for people to see the trailer you know we're just yes. like, oh, what it you know we just had so much fun making it so the fact that you're all watching and listening and having it got such a great reception and so we're so happy to be able to talk about it in detail and to and, any filmmakers out there hire this cast please all yeah, give them, give them jobs. They did a great job, and we will figure out a way. Like I said, once we get the book, uh, the the game, the game yeah. itself, we are going to play it live. So you guys are all welcome to play. How many players can you have at once? I forget. Uh, four. You can do up to four players, and you can right, play so it by yourself. Because say, like the four of us are playing. Okay, so it's like you guys all playing. Michael can kill three of you, and there's one person left that's still trying to stop him from getting to his location. So you can play it by yourself. Um, 
and uh, um, and there's still ways to have fun if you're if you drop out of the game, you know. And it's all in the instructions and everything. But I'd recommend you play it with two people. You know, some of the cards don't work if you're playing it by yourself. You know, but that's the reason you can play it because you can be the last man standing or woman standing against Michael and still get him. So that's good that you can play it by yourself because that's who will be playing in this house. Me. Ah, I'll try to sit down with my kids. And they're gonna be like, people. Eh. You know what I mean? You There's... can still be like, okay. I mean, it's yeah. Just make it my, work. It's fine. My son and my daughter, maybe my wife. Uh, no. Like, what do you, you want to play a game tonight yeah she'll be like you want to play uno let's play monopoly i'm like no let's play halloween too she's like i'm going to bed no <laughs> i'm above that story of my life yep i feel uh, your pain nah, Great, but, uh, i gotta say yeah, real quick just go. before y'all yeah, go, go ahead, uh, as a fan uh it's good to see uh fresh new fun content coming out not only as a collector but a fan of a film uh, in general, scary films, horror films in general. So thank you guys so much for coming on, man. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll, we'll bring Brett in because Brett finally joined us. This is our third host. And I'm he here. Time for, hey, time hey, to say goodbye, everybody. Anthony, how are you? Oh I've been listening. I've been listening to you. I'm from a remote location. You guys are awesome. It's been great to listen He's in to the this secret also. location right now. Secret location. Brett has, yes. Brett has stuff from the 25 year anniversary convention. Oh, cool. Yes, I I think I my I like to say my claim of fame is from that documentary you guys uh, filmed. Uh, I got Mustafa Khad signing the poster, so that's kind of like uh, oh my, my big thing. Good so right awesome. on camera there. So, uh, but good awesome. to see you guys. Yeah, good this, we're looking you. forward to this game. I, we we got to figure out how to play it online. That's gonna be yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> Matt actually had an idea. He's like, why don't we create a life-size version of it where like you're actually standing on the spaces and moving? Like you you roll these big dice, it's like you just hurl them across and then it's You're like, like uh Lito could be moving around the life-size <laughs> chess in history of the world with Mel Brooks. Night jump queen. <laughs> exactly. A giant kill spinner with like a price is right thing where you spin it and it like you know that that was my idea for it. <laughs> and unfortunately, that was the first idea. In this entire process, that he said no to. <laughs> exactly. So I found the I said yes to everything else. Right. Life size versions of the Stop the Hill games is where I draw the line. So I well, I don't know if, if we told you, Anthony, when we were on with you last time, but that was like we almost had a whole episode where we were trying to create our own spaces if Monopoly was or Halloween was a Monopoly game. Remember that, Pat? <laughs> we yeah. were trying to Think of all the yeah, different spaces. Like, you killed Ben Tramer. Go to go to jail. Go directly to jail. Did not pass go. We, do we, that. Monopoly would probably do that if they got that license. So absolutely. Oh boy. I know. <laughs> to be honest, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. I so will let you go. You guys, this has been great. Uh, I appreciate the time, and I'll be in touch, Anthony. And when we do have that game in hand, like I said, we'll figure out a way to do it. And okay. if you guys ever come, want to come back on, just chat Halloween because we just we do all horror movies every week. But as you can tell, we're bit, it's very Halloween centric because we're lunatics. Yes. That's literally every second that we're in the same room. <laughs> yeah. So you got welcome to come back anytime. Just hit just hit awesome. us up. We'd love to have you on. Just hang out, and uh, it'd just be great. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Matt so Lito. Much. Well done. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Thank you guys. Glad you Take it. care, guys. Bye. Awesome. Okay. Oh, now so that late. I'm here, yeah, the, the ratings are coming down now. We're coming down. Brett's here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see, I'm gonna see all, all the people watching just go. Eee. 
<laughs> just just gonna keep getting lower and lower. <laughs> even though, even though I like I like this new character that we have uh, above me and to the right of you, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the, the the new Moody's mind look. is is pretty crazy. <laughs> no, I wanted to say congratulations, Pat, to over 500 subscribers, man. Oh yeah, we hit over 500 the other day. There's actually 500 people that think that oh, realize wow. how, how, how crazy we are. 516. Yeah. Man. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I figured that was a something that needed to be uh, mentioned, just because of the fact that you know from where it started into how great you've been making this content and stuff, dude. Um, hats off to you, man, yeah. for kicking ass, brother. Yeah, so, this is a lot of work. You. Yeah, Joe's right, a lot of work, Pat. So awesome. Yeah, brother. Awesome. Gotta, let you, gotta give you, gotta give you that love, man. <clears throat> Cool. Yeah, you were taking all your time doing all that stuff. Joe and I are just out around touring conventions and <laughs> states, like, having fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we—I guess in a way you can say that me and Brett are the talent, and uh, <laughs> we're like Pat's the manager. You're the manager of the team, and we're the we're the players. You know what I mean? We just show up and play. Oh my god. Hey, that works. We'll take we'll take it. I I didn't want to go. I'm still I'm just at my brother's place. I just figured I was like, you know, why not? Don't I'll stay here and I'll just do the show here. So why not? I got all my stuff here. So yeah, well, we're actually, good. now this is just the point where we're going to pick up from our our usual um, segments for our podcast. So I hope everybody that was here to to see the for the big giveaways and to and to see the stop uh, stop the killer uh, board game Halloween too. You're welcome this day. We do beer reviews. We're going to do some fun. Uh, stuff about the Halloween trilogy. We're going to do a quick review of Christine and uh, show some new stuff. If you're a collector, hang around, see what, see yeah. what we got in our collection. Yeah. So, are you? Do you have your uh, Yingling with you, Brett? I do, and I have one open here. Yes, Jingling, 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 Jingling. Yeah. So we're going to do our quick beer review because we usually have a, a beer while we're doing this, and because we're a little, we're definitely parched. <laughs> Uh, it's great to be at home that. watching this, sitting, not driving. So we, so be responsible when you when you when you have your when you have your drinks. <laughs> so this week, uh, oh oh my god, I almost forgot. I gotta I gotta bring everything up here. Slides because I was so involved with everything else, I didn't do that. So well, let, let's do Brady's fresh. Brady's drinking Yingling, the pride of Pennsylvania, where I'm from. I was drinking the Yingling the other day. Yes, it's not available in Illinois. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah, Yingling is the good stuff, and I. Gonna bring my slide up here, which is look at that. Oh, it is Paul. Oh, it says ask. is that a Halloween Atari IPA? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a it's a juicy ass IPA from Flying Monkey Brewing Company. It's pretty oh, good. Too. That's funny. Flying. I think I had something from Flying Monkey this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's where are they based I'm, out of. I'll have to look it up. I don't even know where it's out of. Nah, I can I'll find it out. Really <laughs> yeah, I can't read. It's too dark. <laughs> Joe, so can you do... get Yingling in Texas? Sorry, I'm Pat. I was just going to yeah, ask. That's okay. Can... Yeah. I think so. I think, uh, yeah, we have them at uh, all the convenience stores, Walmart, whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I got you. And Pat, go on. All... I'm sorry, my friend. No, I, I'm just trying to, I want to make sure we stay on schedule because we're already an hour, almost two hours in. So, which is fine. I was... I could have talked to them through the whole episode. We could have just put this all off till next week for all I care. I would, I would have had them on the whole to stay even longer. 
Um, Mary Beth says they do have uh, Yangling and ah, San thank you, in San Antonio. Yes. So some new items. Um, let's see. Well, Brett's is right here, so I'm going to bring Brett's up. So this is a new one at Walmart. That's the new one at Walmart. And Pat, I passed it so many different times. There it is. Oh my God, right there. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I, I, I put it on for the show. You know what I thought? I thought it was like a because there was a whole bunch of like Disney Pride shirts. I was thinking, I was like, maybe it's kind of doing the Pride thing a little bit because it looks a bit more rainbowish, like in person. Yeah. So, but it didn't have anything saying that. So I, I'm assuming that's this year's Halloween shirt from Walmart. Oh yeah. What else you found at Walmart? For those that can't, it's hard to believe that was still on the shelves after all this time. Yes, and uh, Pat and Joe probably know this. That's my second one. <laughs> I, I gave one to um, a relative. So that's nice yes. of you, buddy. That's very nice of you. Yeah, with Joe with I the mask you, on, we should we should have uh, the other silver shamrock mask on. Me and Brett. <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I? <laughs> that's be a good point. Can I? You guys have this. So is it me or like? Does that thing look better in the box than it does when you take it out? Just the, the packaging. The packaging makes it look so much better than when you take it out. You're like, what the hell is this? That is a thousand percent. That's just like me naked. You want to see? I look better clothed than naked. (laughs) Yeah, don't, 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 don't take your. Yeah, don't take the robe off. You know, just. uh, (laughs) No, I I agree with you a hundred percent on this mask. When you take it out, it looks like straight ass cheeks. But (laughs) in in the box, in the it looks so much better. It looks so much better. It's yeah. I saw because uh, we went to multiple Walmarts on our road trip. They made okay. You guys probably saw they made a jigsaw one. There's one from the new Batman movie. I, I was like, what? That, yeah, yeah. It's like all of these. <laughs> yeah, really I've been the Walmarts have the Batman, the jigsaw mask, um, and some other ones. Uh, but they're all of this kind of. There's design. a Jason mask too. There's yeah, a, there's yeah, a the Jason mask. Oh, the yep. Jason one too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's they're coming out. They're they're putting stuff up. Yeah, even uh, Kristen says, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks great in the box. You know what? If, if it was probably on a hanging tag, it would look like that really bad one that came out a few years ago that was in Walmart. <laughs> it looked like, looked like it had shit on its face. Yeah. And then, yeah. but but what's the, the packaging? The packaging really makes it. Yeah. That's time. literally like putting shit in a box <laughs> and selling it at a premium price. Leave <laughs> those hanging out. Leave the like straight. It's, yeah, that's Joe's uh, coin phrase. If it's no good, it's just straight ass cheeks. Yeah, that's his. We use that. That's yes. Joe Joe coined. Yeah, he coined it, but yeah, we use it. We do. <laughs> and uh Fred, did you see when we were talking to Lito? Lito did worked on this with Jeremy. That's, that's oh awesome. yes. That's I heard cool that. Tie-in. I was like, oh man. That is what a what a great tie-in. Yeah. And then I mentioned that Joe just met met him. I actually wonder if I should have brought the picture up. I guess I got the picture. How did that connection go, Joe? Yeah. Did like did you just tell Jeremy that we were having him on? Is that how that worked? Well, or? I remember we had discussed it when we had him on the show not too long ago. And uh I wasn't sure if That's I was gonna be make it and then ended up did make it going out there to Austin, uh Cedar Park and at the H E B center. And uh we I had messaged him on a messenger, but you know, when you're at a con, you're super busy and there's bad connection and it was pretty crazy. So when we were in line uh, for the photo op, uh, the, the Big Trouble and Little China duo, um, it just mm-hmm. so happened I was in line and he walked right in front of me and I was like, "Yo, what's up?" And we were both wearing the Jack Burton shirts and it was gotta, awesome. It was it was like perfect timing and we got to hang out for a second. We chit chatted and uh, we kind of kept running into each other because he was in line 
uh, to get photo ops too. So it just worked out kind of organically and it worked out just fine. And I, we had a second for him to sign this for me. And I was like, yo, that's so cool, man. This was, it was kind of, it was kind of cool at the same time to be in line and everybody there was in love with big trouble little China. And the fact that, you know, this happened was pretty dope, man. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, that Dude, was such watch. a unique thing with Lopan him with him dressed up. Like that was so cool. I saw, when you sent those pictures, I was like, they don't want that on the shirt, Joe. He wants straight ass cheeks on a shirt. Hey, I actually, um, I actually was thinking about doing that because I have it um, as one of my little things on our channel. It, when I I just hit a button and it goes straight ass cheeks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when something sucks. So, uh, man, that's cool, man. That's cool, yeah. you know. That's for later. My bad. <laughs> that is uh -oh. our collectible spotlight. And Joe's got Joe. Well, actually, I'll go first because Joe's got a laundry list of stuff. He's got oh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, Joe. Oh. Joe is the champion of the month. <laughs> oh man. I am trying to stay off eBay, but every once in a while things do pop up and I'm like, and for a reasonable price, so I'm trying not to spend too much. Although I don't, everybody knows this is at the bottom of my ranking when it comes to Halloween films, but everybody knows my love for promotional material. So I found this, the UK Halloween Resurrection trailer. Oh, it's nice. <clears throat> Despite the film... It's still cool. That is awesome. yeah. Anything to do with the film yeah. is like you, you know I me mean, the promotional stuff. I I saw this and I'm like wow. That's you. That that's that's your yeah. That's, that's your bread and butter all, there. And day. when I got this, the guy uh, private messaged me after that and said, "Oh, I have a few other things, but most of the stuff I had already had." But uh, this interests me because I have a lot of slides that came with the Halloween Six, and I think the Resurrection trailer. Yeah, the, the, and uh, oh, and the H2O trailer, H2O uh, press kits rather. They had all those slides, but I didn't have any slides for Halloween four and five. So, oh, no I, kidding. I put them under my my cool little lights that we keep in our trailer so oh, you can sweet. light them up. So these are um, slides that, that would go in, into the because I have Halloween four and five press kits, but I don't have, I don't think they all came with these. I think there's, there's different um, versions of the press kit. So I got some four and five. Uh, slides so i had to get those and add them uh, those are awesome yeah oh. that's sweet dude i like that yeah. one right there with the, the bloody loomis head that was cool yeah yeah that's fucking sweet so yeah that, that's what i did add because you know me when i see promotional stuff i am all over that stuff so that is my haul for this week joe's got a lot of stuff so let's start oh oh man <laughs> Okay, so so this, as you, as we all know, uh, I love NECA. Uh, I'm a big NECA guy, and I'm playing kind of catch-up when it comes to these, these grill pieces here. So as you can see, you got the Highlander medieval set here. You got McLeod versus the Coogan, and he's like, Highlander. You know, that scene when they're fighting back in the day, the flashback is one of the best scenes ever. And I stumbled upon this at a local store. I can remember the name of the store. It's called Buddy's Toys and Collectibles here in San Antonio. <laughs> you got to go check them out, man. The guy there um, that helped us out with the sales, can't remember the name off the top of my head, but Buddy's Toys and Collectibles, they always got great things. Uh, go check them out, man. Because I'm here to help. My name is yeah. Buddy. That's right. <laughs> super sweet people. And I think MB might remember his name. If you, if you remember yeah. his name, honey, put it in the chat, please. No. Um, Joe, I, I'm going to ask you the obvious question that I would typically ask you. Would you have Christopher sure. Lambert sign that or no? I would most definitely would love for him to sign it. Him and uh, the other guy. Um, okay. I can't, can't remember his name. I remember him from Shawshank. I uh, can't remember his name. Uh, but he's he was just in a new John Wick film, too. 
Um, he's fantastic. Here's a question from Lito. He's still in chat. Thanks. Maybe you guys know is the implication that yes, the implication is that he had a that he died. The way he freezes. But, oh, yeah, yeah, that's been yeah. talked about. It was that's a stroke, and then he had or he had died, but then they said a stroke in six. Right? Is that what it was? Yeah, so the implication was that he had died, and then I guess Dominique Athena and Gerard, everybody knows, you know, he was trying to make a, a Giallo film, and he was pretty much, trying, I guess, at the time, they, they were going to kill him off. Yeah. But, of course, you know, well, money's I mean, money, so they had to bring him back. So well, he broke down Shank's nose, like, what, in two a couple spots? So. <laughs> yeah. Die! Die. 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 Fred heads all signs. What you yeah. got? What you, 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 know, you know, Jeremy. Okay. So this is where it gets fucking awesome. So as Brent knows, and Brent, I'm sure you and Pat, you're, you're both fans of Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, it ranked high when we did our rankings of our favorite John Carpenter movies. I think this one was like in my top two or three. Like the shit is just out fucking standing. And what rank? Let me ask you trivia. What uh, what storm is this? I mean, or what? Uh, which one's this one? The character. The character. Oh God. I yeah. Forget. Which one is he? He had the three storms. So, or which ones were they? So this there was. You had thunder. Then you had lightning. And then which one's this one? I was gonna say Raiden, but that's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, he, this this guy is Rain. Yeah. Rain. rain. Okay. Yeah. Rain. Maybe that's played by uh, the one and only Mr. Peter Kwong. And he was Peter Kwong. Yeah, he was super cool and it was nice to get his signature and meet him for a brief brief second. So nice guy. I don't think he comes around that often. No, I don't know. I don't think yeah, so. This guy is awesome. Love that guy. So he was nice. He even had the little swords. Oh look at this. So we got there's Mr. the man. James Hong. Low pan. David Low Pan. Uh, Seinfeld. Party of four. 94 years old, if you guys can believe it. Um, he had a lot of energy. He was more energetic than anybody else there. Um, he had his whole family there working, and it was just so cool to see him. And especially when he put on the full makeup and the low pan makeup, it was just fucking icing on the cake, dude. So, oh my god, meeting That's awesome. him, and you can see his quote there. I had him sign. He said, You could, you could never beat me, and usually it's egg shan, but he just left it at that point blank. So, <laughs> that is just cool. Man, that's great. cool. Uh, yeah, I had to have one of my uh comic book signs. So there you go, James Hong, right there, Lopan. Lopan, super cool. Yeah, you gotta take advantage of meeting him at the at that age. Yeah, oh, cool. You never know, man. Have to. So yes, he is. Cool. Isn't he Booger's master from Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> yes, he was. And they actually yes, he was. had. They had a mini reunion of Revenge of the Nerds. He was supposed to be, he was supposed to partake in the photo op, but he didn't. He was running behind schedule. So a lot of people were mad because he missed out on the photo op for the Revenge of the Nerds. You're 100% right, Steve. There was and I think jump. we talked about it too. He's Cassandra's dad in Wayne's World 2. Yeah. Uh, Tia Carrera's dad. I keep on forgetting that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Tia Carrera's yeah. dad. There was right. a lot of ticked off people because he couldn't, he didn't make the photo ops. He was, he was being, he was promoted as being part of that and it didn't happen. So a lot of people oh. wanted their money back. But, he, I mean, he's 94. What the hell? He can't get around as fast as he can. <laughs> wow. Oh, what do we got here? Look at that. that. Another that comic? Yeah, how do you have that? And one day, maybe one day I get him to sign that. Uh, this, oh, okay. So this was a MB all day, every day. Oh, uh, yes. George Takai. <laughs> hey. Hello. She's a, she's a fan, and he was actually very generous. 
Um, he was very nice, and you can tell. Look at his penmanship. Look at that. Very nice writing and beautiful signature. Do you know he beautiful. owns a bank? Really, I didn't know he, that. Yeah, he's part of uh, like a conglomerate. They actually owns a bank. Because I remember years ago listening to him because he's come on Howard Stern a lot when he's listening to Stern, and then uh -huh. and, and Howard Stern's like, "What do you mean you own a bank?" <laughs> he was like, "And part of an investors that had some bank at the time. I don't know if the bank's still around or if it was bought out or really smart guy." <laughs> no, nah, he was he was a pleasure to meet to say the least. So he was nice. He was nice. <clears throat> Let's see what we got. Oh yeah, the oh, photo op. Had to get the duo <laughs> photo op. So, that is good. Man, look at my beautiful honey there. We we had a good time in Austin, guys. I got to tell you, um, you know, we went there solely for this opportunity right here. Um, so for us to stand through that line and, and talk to all the great fans and people that love this movie, it was real cool, man, to finally get this photo op done and, and just kind of get this one under the books, man, because it was it was surreal. And it, it, it you just felt the energy and you just, you know, it was a lot of love. You know how this community is. It was all about love at this so event. So this this... This had to be busy, right? This this could oh, have dude. been slow. He was the busiest uh, celebrity there. The, the line was insane. Uh, we did did the hopping around from line to get the signature to went to his panel when they asked him some questions, and then we went to the photo op, went to the photo op, and then we went back in line uh, for the signature. So it was all day was just for the for this moment right here, or pretty much centered around this. So it was crazy, but we got it done. Very cool. My honey hung in there for me. Oh, here we go. So, okay, so Brett, you know, you got your figure, the Stevie Wayne figure in the mail. Uh, yeah. I went ahead and pulled the trigger and bought the, uh, you know, the little combo deal. So I got the little steel book with a limited edition poster and the figure uh, with Stevie Wayne there. So had to, had to, buddy. Good call. Don't lose out on that figure. Yeah, because they're going. Yeah, the the figure. If you're going on the resale market, they're selling them for like what eighty to hundred something bucks already, just the figure alone. So if you're a fan of the film and you want the figure, just go online and, and get the combo. Um, and they have different tiers, you know, different posters, different. It's like a DVD and then like a steelbook, or and they all come with the figure. So uh, just spend the 70 80 bucks and you get three items as opposed to spending more money and just getting the figure so yeah i think when that pre-sale first came out joe they let you do the figure on its own but i think for whatever reason it might have had too many so they wanted yeah. to save it probably to get the rest of these sets so yeah i'm yeah, glad I, you jumped on that so you didn't i had that. i had to man because we're all fans of the fog and hopefully and adrian barbeau is actually coming to the houston horror film festival uh in august oh, nice. uh so i'll hopefully be able to get to take this to her and have her sign it that and the poster oh. so that'd be cool oh beautiful Look at you. And this one, explain. <laughs> explain. Right. Okay, so uh, this past weekend, there was a tattoo convention here in New Braunfels. Uh, and you know me, when in Rome, so me and my honey went, we looked at a bunch of, bunch of different artists, and we found this one that we liked her style, and I wanted something a little simple. So this is my take on Bob, but with a female twist on it. How do you guys it's like? It? It's not Bob. It's Bam. It's Bambi. I, it's Bob I think it's awesome. It's Bob. It's Bobette. That's what MB calls it. It's Bobette. <laughs> so I, you know, I like, you know, I, I like legs. Look at those legs there, guys. Um, <laughs> and you know, there's nothing scarier than a bot. You know, Michael Myers under the sheet. But imagine a killer woman underneath the sheet. That's scary. That's fucking terrifying. Um, but yeah, that was my new tattoo that I got on my my right thigh. 
Right thigh. Okay, so how tall is that probably, Joe? Or how big uh, is it? I'd say it's about what five or six inches, honey. <clears throat> okay, about five or six. it's about average. Okay, <laughs> it, it's awesome. I love it. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, and it's got the little orange uh, glow, glow around, around it. it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Lito was telling me he used to work security for Croatian events, so he was he got to meet Takei, Shatner, Nimoy, Nichelle, uh, Koenig. Wow, that'd be awesome. Oh wow, yeah. that is cool, man. <laughs> Bobette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's actually got a thorn. Oh man, I wish I would have showed it before, but he's got a thorn symbol on his wrist. Oh, okay. So we're all see. I got my Daniel Harris tattoo right here. Then I have uh Michael right here. Hey, do you guys want me to drop trowel? I'm gonna drop trowel. I drop trowel. You ready? See it live? Yeah, we're gonna see it live. <laughs> a, a, a live showing of the of the leg. So this is my. I buddy. cannot wait to meet Bobette. <laughs> look, look at this tattoo I have on my leg. Oh wow! It? I never saw that. Nice. Hold on. Yeah, let's see if we can zoom in. So I have Michael nice. Myers and the pumpkin. Oh my head. god! He's right here. Right, and then here's my new one. <laughs> uh oh. All right. Let's see if we can get it, guys. Let's see if we can get it. There it is, right there. You see it? Very cool. Oh good. That, oh wow. Yeah, so it's right there on my on my thigh, next to my <laughs> C17. <laughs> oh, we can't do that again. We're not gonna do that. Hey, yeah. What was, what was funny was I was wearing jeans to the convention, right? Because I really wasn't gonna, you know, and I had to take off one of my pant legs, so I'm walking around looking, you know, I was exposed for quite some time. <laughs> so I'm glad I had I'm glad I had clean underwear on. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was thinking, after all these tattoos now, Joe, I hope you didn't get like a Mike Tyson one. That's why you got the mask. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, that's that's funny. That's funny. You should oh, be like, um, what's that guy on YouTube? Dude, that, they look great. Dr. Wolfiela? Is there oh, yeah. the guy, Dr. Wolfiela, who's always got the mask on? You never see his face? Oh, yeah. One yeah. of the podcasters? Yeah. I don't know. I felt I, I've been like on a big slip knot thing lately. And I said, you know what? Let's try something different. And <laughs> so why the hell not? <laughs> oh, where I was, Joe, last night in Huntsville, uh, Alabama, they had, uh, I saw he, he was coming with his new band. Uh, I didn't see yes. when the date was. Yes. The, so. He's going on his, uh, he's doing his tour cycle for CMFT2, his second solo album. The yeah, Von Braun Civic Center. We're gonna we're going to see them in Oklahoma uh, in a couple of months. I can't remember. It's gonna be uh, Pantera, Rob Zombie, and uh, Corey Taylor. They're the three headliners for that for that Sunday. And it's like Rocklahoma or some shit. Okay. So, yeah, man. We're gonna we're gonna check that tour out, dude. So I'm super stoked. Badass. Nice. Yeah. So we'll move things around in different orders. So let's do, since we just got off our collectibles, why don't we just do our click, quick collectible spotlight? Sure. And then uh, let's go into the collectible spotlight. Each week we highlight something from our collection. And uh, let's see it.
Owens just joining us. That is my basement. If if you if you're new to the channel. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So uh, this week, uh, where is my thing here? So this week, since I got those new slides, I figured let me show one of the press kits that came with slides. This is a Halloween six press kit. So it's got all the information, um, bio and storyline and everything about the actors. It comes with came with um, lobby cards and it also can't, comes with a whole set of slides. See, slides were big back in the late nineties. They came out with oh, a lot yeah. of press kits. And then you know they went they went the way of the dodo bird, like like most people carrying cameras, because now you just carry it in your phone. So that is Mike, collectible spotlight. Those are the lobby cards that oh, comes like with it. I love, I love the black and white ones. I always, the black and white ones are always so much better. I, I don't know, it's just me. I think they look cooler than the color <laughs> ones. Mitchell Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Ryan. Yeah. So That's that is my collectible one. spotlight for this week. Very nice. Um, Beautiful. Let's, let's see. It's a beaut, clock. It's a beaut. Um, <laughs> beaut. Brett's is. Oh yes, my. Very high resolution uh, reprint uh, style B Escape from New York signed poster. So I, it's probably easily one of my favorite autograph posters in the collection. There's some, there's some rare ones in there. In there, Ernest Borgnine, he was here at a Hollywood collector show way back in the day. Uh, the last person that signed this, uh, uh, Dick Warlock, put H two on it, which is kind of a funny story. But <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You told me that. He put H2 on it, but I was like, that's yeah, all right. But I absolutely, I think this, I like this better than the other poster they went with. I just think it's just, it's a cool. This concept. is so much cooler. I like that. Yeah. But, the, you know, there's a handful of people we, you probably won't be getting that are on there. You know, obviously Pleasance, Lee Van Cleef, and Isaac Hayes. But Very nice. I, I love that poster to death. That's, uh, wanted to hit that one. That is a very cool poster. Very, very cool. And Joe's. Is um, I guess this, this, I guess you watched the, the movie this week. I'm assuming. Is yeah. That right? Yeah. So we we figured why not give us a little shout out to Michael Keaton's Batman um, for oh, his yeah. appearance in the Flash. Uh, we got to see that and uh, we really enjoyed it. I know the CGI has been getting a lot of flack, but I enjoyed the film, especially for the the throwback nods. And I got my favorite Batman back, so I figured, hey, let's highlight the the NES Batman figure. From 19, what is it? Was it what's the year? 80, was it 90, 89, 90? I don't remember. Um, but look at that. Look at 89, that you got it. 89, look at that figure. The NES, the purple and light blue and all that. Y'all remember the video game? It was hard as shit growing up. Do y'all remember that video game? The Batman video game on I NES? never played it, but I remember it. Yeah. And it was a pain. Yep, on Nintendo. Oh, yeah. It was really hard. Uh, but yeah, that's the, the figure that I've decided to, to show as my spotlight. So it's super fun to, to collect if you have it. It's a great addition. If you don't have it, go out and look for it. Super cool. Michael Keaton, best Batman. Fight me. I dare anybody. I, I would. Nope. I'd be right there <laughs> fighting with you. I'm right there. I would be you. right there. Yeah, and we get yeah. another and we get another Beetlejuice coming up soon. So why not? Michael Keaton's on a uh, roll. Where'd you go, Brad? You went black on us. Oh, I went black. Oh, the on here. I'm like, I thought, do you in the bathroom? No, no, hold on. Hold on a second. I'm trying. Oh, there it is. Okay. No, I, I was looking there something up. I didn't want to forget something. Ah, there you go. I'm back. What's up? Uh, I'm back. I want to see the flash, but I'll always love. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and see it. I'll wait until it's, it's not streaming yet, it's, right? 
I think it's well worth seeing. There's no doubt about it. I want to see it, but I'm not going to go out to the theater. Not any other reason other than I just simply just don't have the time, and I'll just have to wait till it comes on. Lilo's oh, what's up, man? The game's so difficult. Just sent you a Joe. I just sent you a picture via Instagram that applies to what you just showed up. Oh wow, cool. That's hell yeah, very very cool. Awesome. So that is our collectible spotlights for this for this lovely uh, evening. Let me uh, we'll move along and. we're going to do, oh, actually, I have to update this because this week we're doing something different. Top five best lines in the new Halloween trilogy. So top oh, yes. five, top five. All right. So let's do, so, yeah, so each week for those that may be new or are returning customers, we do uh, a top five. Each week we try to find something cool to do a top five of and everybody join in the chat with us. So last week we did our top five worst lines in the David Gordon Dream david gordon green trilogy and uh we could we could have did top 20 lines <laughs> but we, we narrowed it down to five so we said for this week why don't we do our, our favorite ones our top five favorite lines in uh the david gordon green trilogy so let's uh do our jamming intro and then we'll do our top five <laughs> Very nice. Our top five best lines in the new Halloween Halloween trilogy. So if you guys in the chat can think of any, uh, well, this 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 was number one on my worst lines. <laughs> Peanut butter on my penis. That yeah, yeah, that was definitely at the top of my list last week. There's probably lines that are like the worst lines, but there's also there are ones that could be best lines too, right? <laughs> Yeah, I put best lines. I should, should really sit our favorite lines because I just pick, pick, basically pick ones that I like that stood out to me. And uh, so I'll go first. So my number five is it's from from Halloween Kills. There's a creepy man in a white mask, and he keeps trying to play hide and seek with us. I love that. They don't good. know who the hell he is, you know. Yeah. And the, and the, and and the one little kid is like, I think he's a pervert. I love that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought that was such a great thing. Like, because he was stalking these kids. How cool is that? And then he actually kills one of them, which everybody's saying, oh, Michael Myers shouldn't kill kids. Well, he killed that freaking kid. He oh, sure yeah. did. So I liked that line. I thought that was very, very cool. Uh, that's very nice. I- I'll just go and get into, I guess, from Kills, where Lori yells, let it burn. Let it burn. Yes. You know? Let it, let it burn. burn. Nice. I've, actually, I forgot about that line. That's a great one too. I didn't make my list. Well, number five. My number five. I guess it's. I, I'm getting one of my humorous ones out of the way. So Halloween ends. Boys who keep secrets don't get custard for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. It was so random. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Wild. Big John, I've got this knife. I'll hold it in a short. Yeah, <laughs> stupid little knife. I've got this knife. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Oh, God. Big John. Uh, yeah, I forgot all the Big John stuff. Yeah, the first two films, yeah. The third one, I didn't hate it. I just think the bat, the whole side story was just not part of it. It should have been part of it, I should say. It should have been standalone anthology thing, and they could have did something else. But, uh, yeah. Did you uh, guys, have you guys been on IMDb? 
Have you been on IMDb to see what ends is at right now, point wise or star rise or whatever you call it? It's a 5.0. <laughs> I was like, it would be that low, but I guess I understand ends? it with all the ends is ends is 5.0. I, actually, I thought yeah. it was lower than that, believe it or not. It might have gone up a little bit. I thought that was lower. Oh, Steve, you thought it'd been in the fours, huh? Wow, I thought it was too. He was watching you as you arrived. Yeah, that's that's a good. I like that line. Nice Sartain Love from 2018. My number four. This actually comes from Halloween Kills again. No, actually, no. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. I was looking at my number three. My number four, we, we mentioned it last week. Julian, send Dave. <laughs> send Dave. <laughs> cool. When he's like, all right, I'll go look. Your no, ass no, no, go look. Send Dave. I love that. That just makes me laugh. I. Th that's just the best. I, I hope that kid's at age 45. Oh, my God. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, he was at a he was at a few monster manias right after 2018, but then I didn't see him after that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mine. Send Dave. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I guess mine is gonna be from Kills. Another Kills one uh, from Allison to Karen. She says, "Tonight we hunt him down." That's what she says. That's right. Very cool. She wants nice. revenge. She wants revenge. What about her and her big forehead? Want revenge? And a big <laughs> and a big forehead. <laughs> I got number four. I got to give homage to Loomis from Halloween Kills. Did Michael kill again? <laughs> Actually, somebody yeah, put number that. Uh, somebody put that in here. Who said they like that too? Where was it? Somebody in the chat. I, I've yeah, somewhere I might have scrolled up. Somebody said I actually like that. Did he kill again? Try to see who said it. I was going to break it. I forget who said it, yeah. <laughs> no, this is definitely not my favorite line. This was on my board. This was most people's number one. It was my number two, Evil Dies Tonight, which we said last week wouldn't have been a horrible line if they just didn't overdo the shit out of it. Yeah, it should have just been. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was overdone. <laughs> and Lido says, Allison has a five head, but she's so cute. And wow, a body. Yes. Yeah, this is no knock on her looks. That's for damn sure. Oh, beautiful girl. <laughs> Absolutely, Lito. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, who just went? I just losing track of some. Oh, oh you, I just went with number four. So, that was your number you're four. Good path to go. My number three. Uh, actually, another one from Halloween Kills. Yeah, when uh, the scene where Tommy is with Lonnie and he opens up the trunk with all the guns. You have a permit for these? And like, some of them. <laughs> yeah, that is oh. pretty good. That's the good. way Robert Longstreet does it. He's just like some of them. It's just so nonchalant. Awesome. Oh, Stefan said that. Yeah, Stefan liked the the did he kill again? It's actually not a bad line. It just sounds weird. It just I don't know. It sounds weird. weird. I but I think just uh, where it was put, I think it was fine. But yeah, yeah, exactly. So that yeah, that's my number three. Do you have a permit for these? Some of them because <laughs> he's kind of. Got to give that weird look because he is a little buzz because he was, you know, he was drinking. Because actually, in the novelization, it makes more of him being a little bit more drunk at that time. Yeah, he was. What was he drinking? Champagne, wasn't he? Isn't that what he was drinking? He no, was he was drinking. Some, they were drinking champagne. I think he was drinking like scotch or something or whiskey. Yeah, he was jacked up. Yeah, because he had a high. He was having his own. Remember, 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 he was there. He was having his own little party on the side. It looked like you know he was yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna go away from them. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, my third one is also from Ends. Um, it's when Lori sees uh, Frank Hawkins, and she's like, "She's like, I like your face. I mean, you know, seeing your face." 
you know, whenever yeah. she sees them. Because I say that yeah. too. I was like, I like your face. Like, you know, there's some people you hate their face. And that's something I usually say in my day to day. So that's one of my favorite lines. Nice. Uh, what's this from? Number three here. It's, oh, from Halloween Ends. That's right. I've said goodbye to my boogeyman, but the truth is evil doesn't die. It changes shape. I think that's a mm -hmm. nice line. I took it. Oh, yeah. I'll, that is on my list. I'll go with that. Oh, I'm so sorry, Pat. That's okay. <laughs> that is actually, oh, now I'm looking at my list. I knew it was on my list. It's my number two. Evil doesn't die. It changes shape. That was, that was a great way to bookend the trilogy and was a good line. I yes. like that. Although she kind of kills the shape when she mentions it in 2018, which we mentioned last week, because you know there was no need to say, I saw the shape. No, that's in that script, you idiot. <laughs> it's not real life. But yeah, that's my number two. I thought that was a great line. Uh, nice. Let's see here. Let's see here. So I, I hate when people introduce new things into films, like, but you know, the whole Hawkins character. So when Sartain says, did you know our friend Hawkins here was the first responding duty when Michael was apprehended in 1978? He stopped Loomis from killing Michael that night. I was like, okay, so now you found a way to reintroduce a new character. Who gives a shit for the next three films? <laughs> Who gives a shit? I couldn't stand Here's that. Here's a shite. Who gives a shite? That is straight ass cheeks. Straight. Can you imagine if that guy comes to the convention? I, I would. <laughs> that would be an interesting <laughs> guest. That guy, <laughs> the Turkish guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! The best head yeah. stop in film history, in my opinion. Yeah, the way they made oh, up yeah. um, Tom Jones Jr. as Pleasance was uncanny. I remember seeing it in the theater. I was just like. Holy cow. I'm like, wow, I want this for the whole freaking movie. What which quote did you put on your yes, the quote what what JLC uh is on your arm, Steve? I'd assume the one I'm assuming Steve, are you talking about the one that uh, we well, read off shape? about changing shape? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It, it, such a I remember in the theater and when she said when she said the shape, and I was just like, Did she just say the shape? I'm like, that's it's just out of place. And then yeah, other people were trying we, to justify saying, oh, it sounded like she said, oh, I seen his shape. No, she says the shape. No, no. no. And you, we talked about this. We were like, we thought that was kind of known as like a, a not like a behind the scenes uh, name of the character. Not as much in the actual story. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. Interesting. Hey, what's up? Ghost is in the house. Oh, Bob, hi, Ghost. International Man of Mysteries in the house. No, Bob, Bobby, Joe. Joe just did number two, right? Okay. Uh -huh. Mine's a very simple one, but I think it's right where it happens, and it's the opening credits of 2018. Uh, Air, uh, Jefferson Hall, Aaron, when he says, say something! I think that's just awesome right there, and it pops right to the credits. That was I, thought that was I, mean, so I, I wanted to get that on this list. It was like my honorable mention. Yeah, I love that. Wait, good way to just, bam, start the movie. Probably the best opening of the sequels. Uh, definitely yes. the new ones. So Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And my number that one is, um, hold on a second. I've got so much crap on my desk here. I should clean it up. It's on top of my notebook. So uh, my number one was from 2018. I love the way she delivers this. And it was in all the trailers. You don't believe in the boogeyman? You should. You should. That's right. You should. I love that. <laughs> That's so good. I'm just I'm just laughing at my number one because it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> oh man, uh -oh. But that's a good choice, brother. That's a good choice. 
Um, this this line is my number one because it's got a comedic turn. I think it's uh, when Phil. Remember, you know, remember uh, Phil and Sandra from Kills. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He looks at Sandra and he's like, "There's a big fella in our bathroom, and he's wearing a monster mask." (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing a monster mask. And she's like, "Well, what the fuck does he want?" He's like, "Who gives a shit? Call the cops! Call the cops!" (laughs) Exactly, dude. That guy. That guy was awesome, and unfortunately, he gets a horrible death. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, I just remember. He's pouring his. He's got the port he's pouring, right? He's like getting ready. He's trying to get all kinky and shit. It was so trying funny. to get a little action, oh, making oh, and he's like, I think your mother's uh, got the the was it the mask smells like Lucky Strikes. <laughs> oh my god, and the, so good! Just the drone goes flying. What the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck was that? You're just a man who's about to stop breathing. Yeah, that was a good one too. From ends, yeah, I definitely so say that. That was a good one. Um. What other ones is here? What? Oh, hold on a second. Let me scroll down. Uh, Lito, yeah, you don't believe in the boogeyman? You should just moment. Yeah, it did. It was just, it was yeah. so good the way that was. That's it. Was yeah, my a lot of that's these the first lines, one I thought of when we thought of this. I think it's where a lot of these are placed. So, like, number one I had, I put, it was when Will Patton, you know, Hawkins says, there's a reason we're supposed to be afraid of this night. And remember, that was at the gas station with all the dead bodies. And then, it cuts right to where Michael's appearing in the neighborhood. Just mm-hmm. thought that was perfect. And when he says uh, so that, to Lori, "Well, why did you wish that he'd break out?" She's just like, "So I can kill him." She's like, "He's like, well, that was a stupid thing to wish for." You know, that was another good line. He had a lot of good lines, Hawkins. Yeah, good actor too. He he was well casted because he's he's a real good actor. Well, when he's talking to Sartain, so in was it like some medical terms? Is uh, Lori Strode out of her fucking marbles? <laughs> Lost her fucking marbles or something. <laughs> yeah, Hawkins actually had a bunch of real good ones. And uh, when when uh, Barker walks in and he's like, "Anything from Rip Van Winkle over here?" He's like, "I don't know. Managed to fight. Fu- managed to fall on a bullet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we've been a- watching. Uh, uh, we've been watching Yellowstone lately, and he uh, he had he was in season was it four or five? Season four. He's fucking. Oh, he's on active. it. Oh wow. Yeah, he's everywhere. Hi, honey. Well, oh, so what do you guys got? Well, that was Joe's number. What about you, Brady? Oh no, the the oh, I thought did I go in front of Joe? I feel bad. Andy, what's hey. up? Congratulations on your win. Oh, thanks. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. I didn't realize I went in front of Joe before. It was that there's a reason we're supposed to be afraid of this night. That's uh, I, I thought Joe had already went. That was my fault. Oh, okay. So. Not a problem. No, that's good. That's, a, that that's okay, good. buddy. It's okay. Been traveling you. nine hour drive today. Oh. <laughs> awesome. So that is our top five lines, our best lines in the new Halloween trilogy. Let us know some more either in the chat. Let us know some more after the fact in the comments below. And um, actually, I should have threw this up there before right. because we had a shitload of people watching tonight. So if, you not, if you have the time, oh, no, that's Anthony. That's Well, if anybody needed Anthony's email again, that was his. Was it Will? Patton was um, in one of the last uh, movies. The 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 where the where they turned the the Earth you could kill everybody for twenty four hours. Wasn't he in one of those movies? The Purge. Yeah, wasn't he in one of the Purge movies? I thought he was. Um, um, I don't know. I don't remember him. The Purge. I could be. I don't. I honestly didn't see all of them. I think I only saw the first two. Because I I, I liked the first one, but after that, it, it was like, eh, you know, <laughs> sort of falls into the heads. It's like the Hellraiser. It's like the Hellraiser films. It's like uh... I just remember him as Coach Coach Yost 
from uh, Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yep. Yep. Gone in sixty seconds. He's a dirty. He's a dirty cop and the client. He's an Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon. He's his uh, Bruce Willis's right hand man. He does. He's really good at being a right hand man. Remember the Punisher with Thomas yeah. Jane, John Travolta. Oh, yeah. John Travolta's right hand man. Yeah. Yeah. He's real good at playing the right hand man. He's real good. Very cool. That, that so Punisher that is... movie's a good time. Oh, hell yeah. Top five. Um, what else we got on on our list for tonight? We'll do a quick um for those new to the, the thing. We do uh well, I figure we'll do this real quick where we do um what did what did you watch this week? Where we talk about some things oh, yes. we watched and we hopefully get some people that are in the chat to tell us things they watched. Maybe we'll give you a couple of yes. ideas. Maybe we'll get some ideas too. So chat can also comment in the fact after uh the stream. So what did you watch this week? So this week, uh, what did I watch? I, wrote, I, start, I try to remember to write this stuff down because I don't remember what I did five minutes ago, let alone things I watched. I nothing new. I just basically watched a bunch of. Every time I sat down, I put the you know put something on. It just came on, so I watched Poltergeist. I was on again this week. Love Poltergeist. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was on the other night. I watched that. I watched Better Off Dead again because when it's on, you have to watch Better Off Dead. And H Six was on. The other day, I was like, oh, sit through H6 again. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, and of course, watch Christine because we're going to do a, a movie review after this of Christine. Mm -hmm. So stick around for that. So that's some fun stuff. Nothing new. I didn't get a chance to watch anything new. I just basically put everything on the background. I had a real crazy week, but that is what I watched this week. What about what about you guys? Nice. You can go, Brittany. Uh, what was it? Um, I only watched one thing, and I think I messaged you guys. I don't know if you remember. I saw the new Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings. Right, loved yeah. it. Uh, it was it was good, right? Loved it, loved it. I, um, you know, she uh, first I didn't like her, but now she's done a few other movies where I've really enjoyed her company. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: if uh, she definitely bears a bit in that movie, so if anybody's curious about that, go see mm -hmm. it then. <laughs> but uh, she's very good, and it, it's it's just it's it's cute in ways, but it's raunchy as hell too. So Supergirl, wow, awesome. I have to check it out oh, though. I'm a big Supergirl fan. I saw that as comics. I was like Supergirl. I'm like, oh man, I haven't seen Supergirl in a minute. Holy crap! I did not know the guy that played Big John was in that movie too. No hard feelings. I was like, oh my god, there's Big John. He's got long hair. <laughs> oh, was he? That's awesome. Yeah, he's in it. He plays. He plays Jennifer Lawrence's brother-in-law. Yeah. Super so, sweet, man. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Recommend it. It was fun. Yeah, we um we were gonna we were gonna go see um nice. that movie, but then something happened, so we didn't get to go. But we're gonna go watch a different movie tomorrow. Uh, what are we gonna see? We're gonna go see The Blackening. It's a horror comedy. Oh, so yeah. well, Stephen just said that he saw that too. The Blackening. Yeah, that's gonna be. We got tickets for tomorrow after work, so we're gonna watch that. But now nah, let's see. Um, I watched we we me and MB watched The Flash. Uh, loved it. Uh, thought it was good. CGI gets hate, but it was a fun fun time. Um, let's see. Oh, you're gonna like these movies. Uh, Field of Dreams, uh, with Kevin Costner. Man, to to say that it was a good change of pace from everything we've been watching lately. Everything so fast paced and action, and you know everything's so crazy that this movie really just gives you a chance to kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy the storytelling. Because I just I just find that movie so comforting. Field of Dreams is just a comforting film. Great movie. It's a great film. 
uh, golly, it's just it's genuine as hell. And I got to see <laughs> earlier. Uh, this is one of my guilty pleasures, man. That movie Bats. Have y'all seen that movie from 1999? Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, Dina Meyer. Uh, have y'all seen that that movie Bats? No, I didn't see that. I saw that a long time ago. Oh, a man. long time ago. So, Brett, you know, back in the day, HBO, Cinemax, Bats was always on fucking TV. It was always on. Uh, on TV. You got to watch it, uh, Pat, because it's so bad it's good. I oh, it's one of those? I, gotta watch. I love those. 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 It's on. I think it's on Prime right now, if I'm not mistaken. It's either Prime or HBO Max. I can't remember. The Bat, but, right? No, just Bats. B-A-T-S. Bats. Oh, Bats. Oh, yeah. So the guy out. who played the, the warden in... Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, Shawshank Redemption, he's in it. Um, uh, the actor from uh, Cool Runnings, the main guy, the main bobsled leader, he's in it. Uh, I can't remember the names right now, but it's a uh, man. If you want to see some fake ass bats and like some stupid <laughs> shit happen to people, it is hilarious, dude. You'll, oh, I gotta watch that. Yes, it I'll can't be any worse list. than Skin of Marink. It can't be worse than Skin of Marink. Oh, no, I don't think there's anything worse than Skin of Marink. <laughs> Seriously, only I think the only thing worse than skin and marink would be giving yourself your own colonoscopy. That would probably yeah. be about the worst thing. And then and there and then that might even be a tie. Yeah, that's true. You know, Pat, I saw skin and marink. It was on DVD at Walmart. I was like, oh, I should buy it and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Brett, why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? Seriously. Um, see what we got some people, uh, some other stuff in the chat. Let's see. Um, Supergirl, yeah, Supergirl is like pure 80s nostalgia cheese. That's um, what the hell, Helen Slater, Jennifer Helen Slater, yeah, yeah. remember Christian from sister. Ruthless People, Ruthless, Ruthless people. people, yes, <laughs> and and she was in um, wasn't she in The Secret of My Success with uh, Michael J. Fox? I think so, Pat. I think that you're was right. Her too. That was her, too, yeah, don't, yeah, she was around. She, she dropped off the planet. I don't understand what Christian Slater kind of did, too. But, um, yeah, she was cute as hell back in the day. Um, we saw The Flash. Yeah, The Flash. I, I'm going to wait till it's going to be on. It's Spider-Verse film. Did you see The Spider-Verse yet, Joe? Not yet. Um, I'm not, I haven't seen the first one. For whatever reason, I just I have not watched those. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'll get to them. Yeah, and uh, Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, my son. I, I admittedly haven't watched any of the Mandalorian. One of these days, I gotta go watch it. My son is big Star Wars guy. Um, Slater, Slater. I hardly knew it. it it's, I forget. I forget. Is, she, is Helen Slater in City Slickers? She might be. I. It's been a minute since I've seen oh, City yeah. Slickers. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the Spider Verse. Another... Films? Did you? Oh, yeah. Joe didn't say. I, did, Brett, you still there? Or we lose you? I don't know if Brett saw them or not. I think he did. I'm here. I'm watched? here. Sorry. <laughs> I'm here. Which one? He's, on, he's in a secret location right now. Have you seen the, all the Spider Verse films? <laughs> I didn't see the oh. second one. The the first one's really good, but I I'm, I heard the second one's outstanding too. I'm gonna have to watch them now. Damn it! <laughs> I know the problem is there's just not enough time. Mm -hmm. Oh man, are you are you driving? Because <laughs> Stefan said Brad Patrick speed kills. <laughs> I am driving. <laughs> yes, I'm driving. So that that is our uh, that's what we watched this week. And thanks for everybody you know throwing some suggestions in the chat. Some of them I'm definitely gonna go see. 
And oh, yeah. uh, comment after the fact when we're done here. Let us know some of the stuff you guys watch. I'm always look. You know, this because there's so much content out there now. So it's nice to hear from people because lots of times you don't have time to watch something. And believe me, I watch stuff that sucked. And like, shit, I wish I would have known how bad this was. So people recommend things that are, are good. And we're all like-minded. We're all Halloween horror fans or whatever. So it does help you narrow down a few things. So this does uh, help us out a little bit. So we're going to do a quick – so this is uh, – every week we do a review. We pick a movie at random. We just like to do a review of, you know, and everybody chat in, in with us. And it's usually movies that we like or movies that are near and dear to us. And here's one – this one is no exception to us because we're all big Carpenter fans. Just we'll oh, go back no. and watch any of the content on this channel. We're big John Carpenter fans. Not just Halloween fans, but John Carpenter fans. So we're going to do a quick movie review of Christine. Awesome sauce. Awesome, baby. So this week, we'll have to change it. It still says they live. Because actually last week we did they live. Mm -hmm. Man, we're, so, we're hitting all the Carpenter ones. We're, we're hitting all the Carpenter ones. Christine. Uh, there we go. So that is our movie review this week is Christine. So who wants to go first? You guys can go first. I'll get it out the way. Uh, man, this movie is... It's one of the best ones for me, man. I have a bunch of Christine collectibles. Um, the, the fact that there's such a thing as a killer car, that's just a great concept. And I love the fact that John Carpenter took it and, and made it what it was. Because, I mean, he could he did that with the embodiment of evil, right? Michael Myers. He took that shit fucking car. He, he, he can take anything and make it fucking awesome, okay? He took a badass car and turned it into a deadly car. That, to me... Just speaks volumes to how creative he is and how great of a filmmaker he is. I love this movie. I love everything about it. Um, I love that you got this little nerdy kid who who buys his car and you know in a way it starts affecting him in a way. Um, and it's just so good of a film. It, it's so fun. God, uh, um, you guys, I'm sure you agree. It's a cult classic, um, and it's it's top tier. I think it, I had it for maybe four or five as my top John Carpenter movie. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, yeah, love it. Love Keith Gordon. Uh, I love John Stockwell. Uh, they both played Arnie and Dennis. Um, movie's great. Fucking great. Uh, eight sushis out of ten. There you go. Eight sushis. I like yeah. eight. Uh, and there's eight on the board. That's right. Lito, love your segment. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Lito. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Stefan, he said 3.5 out of four. Love the performance, the effects, music, cinematography. Yeah, I'll go real quick. Uh, because I know Brady was getting all set up. So for me, seeing this movie, I, I just loved it. When, it. when it came out, I couldn't, you know, because you remember in the 80s, it was such a fun time because you basically got a Carpenter movie almost every year. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you always wait. So it's not like it was a Halloween sequel, but we love Carpenter so much. We're like, wow, what, what's he going to put out next? You know, you had, because not only did we love, do I love Halloween, Halloween 2? Yeah, he produced it, he didn't direct it, but still it's technically a Carpenter film. Then he comes out with, you know, The Fog, Escape from New York. And it's like, all right, what's next? Because everything he kept throwing out was just pure gold. And Christine was just no exception. Seen it in the theater, loved every minute of it. The score is amazing. Uh, all the actors, 
perfectly chosen. I'm a big Harry Dean Stanton fan. I love Harry Dean mm. Stanton. Nice. You know, rest, in, rest in peace. Brain. brain. Yeah, he was brain yeah. in Escape from New York. Uh, I loved him in uh, one of my favorite roles easily is him in Repo Man. Oh, yeah. I love him in Repo oh, Man. Yeah. He's just, and, of course, in Aliens. I think you forget Alien, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, such, so such a great acted movie, great actors, great score. Love the pacing of it. And it's a typical Carpenter movie because there's no happy ending. Because you think it's happy, then you start to see the thing move on the on the on the car, so you know it's not over. Yeah, ain't nothing, nothing's ever over and happy at an end of a Carpenter movie. So you knew something yeah. was gonna happen. Um but yeah, just love everything about this film. Lo it, it, I grew up in a, like a car crazy, classic car crazy family. So I remember sitting there watching this with my father eventually when it came on like HBO and my brother who's a gearhead and my friends are gearheads. And every time they were crushing that car, they're like, oh, God, stop. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, yeah, it was just pure gold for me. I'd give this uh, – I'd give it a good 8.5. Oh, nice. It's cool. It's cool how they shot that, right? How they deconstructed the cars and – yeah, oh, and, and the effects, I mean, come on. I mean, Carpenter, for what he did in the 80s, some of those effects, I mean, granted, yeah, he had effects people do everything, but so some of the stuff he had in his films were just were just unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, look look past that. It's just great stuff. I, I forgot to mention Miss Alexandra Paul, by the way. Um, Baywatch Babe, Hottie yes. to Hottie. Just the incredible. Virgin Connie Swale. The Virgin Connie Swale. That's right. I forgot about I, that. I, I man. The Virgin Connie Swale. In Baywatch, she changed her hair to the shorter hair, the shorter cut, like the Jamie Lee Curtis cut from like H2O. But man, she was such a hottie back in the day. Gosh dog it. Gosh oh, dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Stefan, you're absolutely right. All the Carpenter films back then were very underappreciated, and now they're just put up on a pedestal now, as they all deservedly should be. Because the thing, I remember the thing at the time, and every oh, this movie sucks. I'm like, sucks. Like, this is amazing. It didn't do that well. It should have done fantastic. And now everybody's like, now here it is, 40 years later, and everybody's like, oh, it's the, it's the greatest horror movie ever. I was like, well, duh, where the hell were you back then? Yeah. Well, you, you got uh, this was the first time Carpenter. Well, yeah, Carpenter and Stephen King they collaborated. That was kind of unique for its time, you know. True. Yeah, they didn't even think of that. Right. Absolutely right. So, would you give it? You gave it eight and a half. I gave it eight and a half. Okay. Well, I um, I there's no doubt this movie had the mood of a typical Carpenter movie. The atmosphere. Uh, you there's I when we go out to age forty five, I want to go see the neighborhoods were in South Pasadena, which uh just found out after researching this movie a little bit further it makes sense like arnie's neighborhood totally looks like that south pasadena mm -hmm. so we'll have to go find that um yeah alexandra paul's great but keith gordon is arnie i don't know if you guys read did you see all the people that look to be in this movie kevin mm -hmm. bacon denied the role so he could do footloose i can't say he lost there yeah that was actually move. <laughs> but yeah you had john cusack scott bayo quite quite a lot of different uh, guys that took on the role, but Hey, Keith Gordon did awesome. I, I couldn't see really anybody else uh, wanting to do this, you know, let's, let's see here. Awesome. what else do we have? Oh, Kelly Preston. Totally forgot. She was in this movie. Yes, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. She was the, the one that really Preston. wanted to get with him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's oh right. my God. I totally forgot. She Rest was in, in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mrs. Travolta. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Travolta. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, the act is very good. I, the, the music, spot on. I would give this, I'm going, I'm going to go eight on this one, a solid eight on this film. There you go. I could watch this numerous times. I, we have a reunion coming up at Flashback Weekend, even though Alexander Paul just uh, canceled. So I'm kind of sad about that. Oh, that sucks. Like all the bullies are going to be there. So they're the big part of the convention. So. But yeah, great score, great score, man. I, you know what? It just brought something to, to my attention. So, like, you know, this film is wonderful, and you know what? I always compare it to Maximum Overdrive, right? Okay, it's right that. around that time, isn't it? Yeah, time frame too. Yeah. yeah. So, so when I always think of like you know style, everything, you know, Christine is a John Carpenter film when you compare it to Maximum Overdrive, because Maximum Overdrive had that same potential as Christine. It just never lived up to it. So Christine is the example of how great something could be, and the Maximum Overdrive is kind of the example of <laughs> how bad something could be. <laughs> but I do oh, like yeah. Maximum Overdrive because it's so bad it's good. We, we it's so bad it's good, that. yeah. It's so bad yeah. it's good. But, you know, in terms of quality, Christine takes the cake, man. So good. So good. Yeah, you got Very you've cool. got a couple of those nice collectibles, those die cast cars. I, I should look into getting I, I don't have any of those as part of my collection. At least like so that cool. the one where it's beat up or it's in black it's like burned, right? The, yeah, the uh it's like that burnt the burnt version of it. Yeah. Let's check the chat. So Stefan saying Keith Gordon's excellent. Yeah, he was. He was great. Mm-hmm. I really liked him. I mean, granted, it's in some of my favorite movies. It's two of them right there. That and back to school. You know, we got hey, love. underrated sequel, great. Jaws Two. Jaws too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Four out of four, Rob says. I can see that. I'm not gonna argue that. Uh Repo Man. Oh yes. Repo Man is I, I just Repo Man is one of my favorite films. Harry oh, Dean Stanton. Yeah, it's a shame. What the is that rain? Oh god, it's raining. Oh god. Holy crap, that's loud. Um let's see. Fun fact. Fun fact in King's first draft, Christine was a killer tetherball. Oh, really? Or was that a joke? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Uh, yeah, I'm not aware of that too either. Uh, looking forward to. Oh, actually, oh, I, I didn't, didn't even think. Did I ask you that? You know, if you're going to be at age 45, you're going to be there. That's awesome. Yeah, Jeremy's going to be there. I'll be there. Um, Joe right here will be there. Maybe with the mask on. Maybe. Brett uh, <laughs> driving in the dark. He's going to be there. Yeah, we all got to be our VIP tickets. We're all going to be at age 45. So that's going to be awesome. Yes, yeah. go to Look Yard on. House. With Looking Morgan. forward to it. Looking forward to it, guys. <laughs> and uh, the only person was in Twins. She sealed my obsession with blondes, <laughs> which started with Vertigo. Yes, it, she's such a beautiful. You know what? It's such a heartbreaking story. You know that she passed away so young, and they they lost their son too. On top of it, they it lost just, the son. Yeah, yeah, that's just you know that's just unbelievable shit. Just some bad bad stream of luck. Did you ever um, see that movie uh, Mischief with her? And from like it takes place in the fifties. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that's been a minute since I've seen that. She's been in a lot of stuff though. Oh God. Oh, actually, this she, co- uh, so Lilo's going to be in cosplay. He's going to be Myers. That's awesome. At the age forty-five. Well, that'll so be. So now we we got to get his signature now, guys, because he's a Halloween two board game Myers. That's true. That's another Myers. He yeah. should be in the panel with all the other Myers if they get them all That's together. Right. Like, oh, what about him? He's the yeah, freaking guy. Oh That's my right. god! Any of those people that get the Funko Pops autograph, you can get a Funko Pop signed by me. Yeah, 
I fuck, I am. I'm gonna get a Funko Pop signed. Yes, that is awesome. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Hey, yeah, hey, Mr. Lito, I gotta give you news, fast brother. In our circles, you are man. In our circles, you are. That's gonna be all. There's gonna be so many people in. Uh, I was talking to my wife about this the other day because I, I, like I mentioned to the boys, or upset on the podcast. I finally booked my flights, and I just got my car rental. Turns out I didn't realize that my cousin's got a cousin out there. My cousin is my cousin because he's married to my cousin. I've just known him forever. He's a drummer in my band. I've known him since I was a kid. Uh, he's like, oh, I'll hook you up. So I got like a, a Alamo rental car for like nothing, which is beautiful. But now I just have to find a place to stay, which I think we're gonna. I, I think I'm this close to convincing the wife to stay at the Chateau Marmont because I want to go there because I'm a big John Belushi fan. Love to go visit his final, the final place where he partied. <clears throat> but uh, my wife, I told my wife, I said, "Don't be surprised. There's going to be a lot of people that that's not just on this podcast. Other podcasts we watch are all Halloween fans. So if we go like hang out at the hotel bar or we go out to other places, there's going to be people everywhere." She's like, "Oh my god, it's going to be like a field of you." I'm like, "Yep." And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I'm going to really need to drink when we're out there. <laughs> uh, do we think Jamie Lee Curtis will actually be there? I don't know. I don't know. With the writer's strike, I think it's a little bit more of a possibility. It's more of a possibility now, unless they settle that strike quickly. But for what I'm hearing, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, she just I just thought she's going to be in the new Haunted Mansion movie. So if she's doing that garbage, then she might. I don't know. <laughs> well, she might. I'm thinking she might be there for the simple fact that when she does do this, it's for charity, and she's big on doing it for the Children's Research Hospital. So she might be there, knowing the crowd and how much she could raise. So that might be a big incentive for her on top of it. And she doesn't have to travel. But, and she doesn't have to travel. Exactly. It's not like she's got to go anywhere. She's it's right there. That's why I don't get Carpenter's never done a Halloween convention. That's the other thing. It's like, dude, he lives there. <laughs> And who are they? I just saw this advertise the other day, Rob. Too. Who's it? What's the theme this year? It's not Halloween. It was some other movie. The Halloween Horror For what? Nights. The Horror Nights. The Universal. Oh no! Yeah, somebody said something about it. Oh, yeah, it's not Halloween this year. It's something else. I saw it pop up the other day, and I forget for the life of me what it was. Oh, I don't. I didn't Throw it in the chat. Let me know. I forget what it was, but it was not Halloween, which I'm actually thankful for. So I don't have to go out and buy all that merch like I did last year when they were there when it did when they did Halloween. Including this hat, <laughs> it's like, come on, guys, stop! It's getting too close to age forty-five. I don't want to spend any money, any more money. That's it. Was it the Last of Us? No. Was it the Last of Us as the whole theme of the Universal? But I know there's a whole, I know there's oh, different it is, things. It is part of it. It is the game, the movie, the show, or the but, TV show game. Yeah, that's part. Right, of it. but I don't think that was the whole theme. I thought there was another movie that was the whole theme. I forget what it was. I could be wrong because it just I just happened to scroll through the other day. I think it was on Instagram and I saw it. So I don't remember. You know what? You figure because it's universal, you know how popular Halloween three is getting? Can't they do a section for Halloween three after all this time? Maybe it just won't be as popular, I guess, but that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be nice. I mean, because it's starting to get some good love, which it, it, it totally deserves. Just been said as I was disappointed in the weekend haunt. Did anybody in the chat go to the Halloween um, thing in Universal last year? I wonder how it was. I didn't hear much about it. I mean, oh, the merch was unbelievable. And it was expensive as all hell. <laughs> Take my word for it. But I, I don't know anybody that went. Do you guys know anybody that went? Not I mean, it looked cool. 
if I was anywhere near it, I would have definitely went, but I'm nowhere near it. Oh, you went? They're, they're very, it's very expensive. That's why I never hear a lot of people that go. It's so pricey. You want a Hellraiser and a 96 Scream Maze before? I, honestly, I could see that happening before Halloween 3. So I wouldn't be surprised. My wife and I attend. Oh, you gone. So you went. So how was, how was the Halloween thing last year? I didn't hear much about it. Well, I knew I didn't. I don't know anybody that went, and I didn't hear any uh, feedback. I should say. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. And the Last of Us is the main attraction this year, so yeah, I got to get to one of them this year. Last year probably would have been the one to go to because it was Halloween, but uh, I had just bought the trailer last year. I didn't know in hell I was going to go anywhere. The wife and I were like, "Uh, you're not going anywhere." And he said, the Hollywood maze was pretty badass. You could live in that maze. Oh, if you're telling me that, then I could probably be like, I'm sure I'd be like, I just want to stay here. Can we not leave? Sir, you have to leave. No, I just want to stay here, sir. I'm going to throw you out of here. I just want to stay here. I want to live here. <laughs> Best one was probably La Lorena. Oh, they had one for that too. Oh, wow. Wow. And they should they should do it with like a whole bunch of like 80s cheesy badass. movies. Throw like Night of the Creeps in there with oh, some wow. other movies or something. That'd be fun. Big time. Cool. So all right, we're hitting on three hours here, guys. So let's do a quick some quick shameless plugs for the channel and then we're gonna head out of here. Oh, this Stefan's gotta get a job. I'd love this the shining maze. Imagine that they set that up. That would be, that would be amazing. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad idea, man. <laughs> Pat, punch the moose on the way out. They'll tell you to leave. Sorry, folks. Moose out front should have told you. Park was closed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. Wait, Leo said they did because he goes every year. They did a shining maze a few years ago. Oh, I did not know that. That's wow. Cool. Yeah, I'm surprised. That's I should have figured they probably did it because that's something that could easily be done. But um, hey, hey, let's see, what do you got? Were you hurt when uh, it took a long time for somebody to say Robert Mundy in that trivia? I was like, oh, Pat's dying here. Somebody's got to do this. You're hurt, Pat. I'm like, come on, Robert Mundy. Three people are dead tonight as a result of an escaped mental patient. I'm told uh, I'm, I'm told we're going to stay on the air. right? And as a result, the streets between Chestnut and 10th are jammed with both people and cars. Just jammed with both people and cars. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love. I want Rob. Is, is he dead? The actor that played oh, Robert Mundy? I don't know. That's funny. Was that, what's his name? What the hell? Was it Alan Holfrick? I think that was his name. Is he dead? I don't know I if don't he's know. dead or not. That's, I, that's the guy I want at age 45 if he's not dead. I want him there. I want his freaking autograph. Robert Mundy is what I saw. <laughs> Robert Mundy. There was a bunch of them, yeah. <laughs> there was some it good would have ones. only been funny if it was Robert Moody, and then I would have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Robert <laughs> Robert Moody. That's funny. I went to a guy in high school named Robert Moody. That's funny. That's the one Stefan uh, won. Yeah, that's cool. That you. I'm glad you won something, Stefan. That's awesome. Well, there's only one Moody that matters here. So. Yeah. The Moody, yeah. Moody the Moody the skull. That's right. All right. So some quick plugs for the channel. Then we're gonna head out because it's we're approaching three hours here, which has been awesome. So up on the channel, I just did, I dropped uh, on Friday night my review of Black Christmas, one of my favorite films, my favorite Christmas movie. Watch it every Christmas several times. So that's up on the channel. 
tomorrow from last week's episode of that horror movie podcast, our top five worst lines in the Halloween trilogy. So we just did our top five favorite tomorrow. If you don't want to sit through all, all the last week's episode, you can see the condensed version, top five worst lines in the Halloween trilogy. Then tomorrow night, special night. We usually do our watch alongs on Tuesday night, but I am not available Tuesday night. So we're going to move it to when to, to tomorrow night at 7 PM Eastern. We're starting a little bit earlier because Colin is in Belfast, Ireland, which is five hours ahead of us. So Colin's going to be joining us watching one of his favorite films, Amityville 2, The Possession, which I haven't seen in a minute. It's going to, so it's going to be nice to revisit this. So we'll be doing that tomorrow night with our good buddy, Colin Murdy. Colin. I, I'm still on my Kiss kick for those Kiss fans. Kiss goes hand in hand with horror. I'm running out of uh, albums to review. So this week is the Kiss solo albums, which is going to be fun. That'll be Thursday morning. And new that 70s review on Friday of Carrie. Another favorite film of mine. So that's me dropping on Friday. And this week, we, this Wednesday, we'd be normally doing our, our uh, book club. I am working late. Like uh, this week just got slammed. So the Halloween 3 movie book club, episode three. If you guys have been tuning in, well, we're going we're gonna to do it next Wednesday, a week from this Wednesday. We'll catch up and we'll finish the novelization. And then we're going to go on to Halloween 4. So you, any of you new Halloween fans that just joined us, we do a thing on here called the Halloween Book Club where we read the novelization sort of, and we go chapter by chapter and talk about the book and the differences between the book and the, the film. So we yep. did Halloween. We did Halloween 2. We're going to finish up Halloween 3. And then we're going to move on to Halloween 4. And then from there, we'll go on to the trilogy because the, there was no other novelizations between four and 2018 that's right so that is everything that's going on uh let's do one more quick check in the chat yeah see what's hey. going on it was a pleasure again to have you on there hollywood Lido, uh stefan gs G spider uh stefan rob everybody who joined tonight thank y'all y'all were a blast yeah. thank you a special shout out if Lido's still in the chat thanks yes. so much Lido. don't be a stranger you're a halloween nut we do this every every uh sunday love to have you come in more than welcome to come back on and just chat Halloween stuff with us. Thanks to Anthony Massey, Stop the Killer Board Games, who was developing the game with Fright Rex. Thanks to Matt Russell, who directed the video for us. And I forget the one girl's. It's Jaylee, uh, Jaylee Hoyt, who played Julie, the nurse, in, in, the, in the commercial. Go check out the commercial. Go to Stop the Killer. I'm going to throw it in the chat one last time. Let me just copy it from my other screen. Real cool trailer. Really well done. Super cool trailer, and just as cool as the trailer is, is the game. So if you haven't got the game yet, there's a link on there to go onto the Kickstarter. Get it now because, first of all, it's cheaper, and second of all, you get the expansion packs, which are not going to be available after that. So especially if you collectors out there like us, you don't want to miss out on this. So... And it's for good... It, it support a good guy at these... You know, it's really cool stuff what he's doing. And... Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know this. I was going to tell you this after the fact. Anthony hit me up and he, he's, he wants your email, Brett and uh, Joe's, because he's going to send us uh, some games, oh, which wow. is super nice of him. Oh, wow. So shout out to Anthony. Great wow. guy. He's always welcome on this channel. So that's going to be super, super cool. So thanks, everybody, for hanging out tonight. Sitting through all three hours. If you sat through all three hours, I apologize. I hope you had a couple of drinks. Yes. I'm only on my, I'm only on my Thank you for here. sitting in my remote location. <laughs> <laughs> Brady from his remote location, and Joe's Joe no longer has that his his uh, beautiful face with the big beard. It's just now on. It's just we're gonna call, start calling him Scully. Scully, Scully Moody. <laughs> I like it. Scully, what, you what son is, of a uh, bitch. 
one last thing. Uh, what is this job? Where is it? Want a second? You want a second game? What's what do you mean? If you want to order another one, you can still order them. If you if you didn't get it yet, just go to the link I put in here. Just and hit the click starter. Okay, the Kickstarter game. Click starter. Duh. What am I reading? What am I? You can adjust. Yeah, you can adjust the the amount. You could you you could change your pledge. Yeah, if you wanted to get an extra game after you've already done one, you could do that yeah. in your ID. I, I was gonna do it originally. And I have, like I said, I, I just hit three. I don't know how I did it. So I was like, ah, whatever. I'll get the third one. And he brought up a good point about people not being overseas again. So I should reach out to Colin. Maybe I'll ask him tomorrow. And I'll just say, look, if you're interested, I got a third, which I really don't need a third. So if he's interested, I can always send it to him. Yeah, I wonder if Darren would want one too. Probably double check with Darren. I too. Very cool. All right, guys. So are you guys going to jump right off? Are you guys going to hang for a minute? Say goodbye? Yeah, hang on for a second. No, I could chat with you guys for a minute unless uh, you guys got to go. All right, cool. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, everybody that came on earlier from Stop the Killer and everybody involved in the trailer. Go check it out. The link is here. The link is also in the description of this video. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Join us for Watch Along of Halloween. Uh, Halloween 2. Duh. Of uh, Amityville 2, The Possession, with our good buddy Colin Murdy, live yeah. from Belfast, Ireland. So this is going to be at 7 o'clock, special time, special day. So until then, everybody, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Good night. Peace. Thank you. Good night.